0: So great. Taco Bell. If you need a Taco Bell delivery person, don't call her because she's mine. <laughs> 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 um, welcome. This is Shades of Grays, a dark and twisty podcast. I am Bethany. And I'm Katie. We are here after the new year. Yeah. When we're recording this, it's a few days after the new year. We are getting back into the swing of life yeah. after the holidays. It's interesting. Like. So- most people that I've, like, had a conversation with, I haven't seen since before the New Year, they're like, "How's your holidays? And I'm like, pretty good. Like, it was yeah. so fun to see my nieces and nephews and, you know, tell a couple things about Christmas. And then a couple of them have been like, same, mine was pretty good. And then other people have been like, it was actually really rough. I'm glad life is back to normal. I'm like, well, good. I'm glad for yeah, you, too. Yeah. Like." They're not always great. So, no, the holidays can be pretty hard for some people. Yeah. And this, I'm the one um, person I'm thinking of, like, his wife is pregnant and they got a bunch of people sick. And it just uh, was like, yeah. Oh my gosh, that sounds <laughs> exhausting. Like, no. Yeah. 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 We, I think I got people sick too. So, because <laughs> my brother, other brother, and sister in law, they were all sick yeah after shortly after i hosted christmas whoops but (coughs) and i'm still kind of sick yeah i'm i'm not doing great but mine is all allergies i feel pretty confident Uh, yep um we're looking into like an air filtration thing that i think will really help because so i have like dust mite allergies and okay um humidifiers can actually make that worse because they make it so it like, sometimes in the winter, your house isn't humid enough for... Oh, hi, Jada. Our little podcasters here. Yeah. Sometimes in the winter, um, it's dry enough that the dust mites can't live. Interesting. But then if you have a humidifier, it makes it so that they can... And yeah. then I keep being allergic. Yep. <laughs> but also, it's like so dry that my nose is just like bleeding. Yeah. Like, so. Gotta um, find the middle ground. You there. have to find, find a, a compromise. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, it wouldn't hurt to filter out other, like. Yeah, allergens throughout the year. Right. Agreed. Yes. Um. So, I don't know. Maybe looking into allergy shots because it does, it like affects me every day pretty yeah. much. So, not That's my favorite rough. thing, but. Do you, are you allergic to stuff? Um, mildly. Like, seasonal allergies, I definitely do get more in the warmer weather. Okay. Warmer Like in the months. spring. Yeah. Yeah. I will definitely feel an uptick in that when there's pollen floating around. I think it's mostly pollen. Yeah. And I used to really be allergic to cats. <laughs> oh. I never had any indoor cats, but when I did play with cats, I would get really allergic. But no longer an issue. I've grown out of that. Well, yeah, and your daughter has a huge reaction to dogs. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting. She didn't react at all when we went to my in-law's house, because they have a dog also who has kind of longer hair, but Adeline was playing with her and everything, and I kept going like, no, don't don't touch your face. Don't do that. Serious, and she was fine. And she was fine. Dude. So, I don't know. She had like hives on her eyes yes. like it she was like not yeah. okay that so was like a must need benadryl situation yeah it was like it must have just been jada and cleo cleo wow that's crazy yeah i know yeah i remember her reacting really bad when we went to visit cleo and mm. then that one other time but we thought it was something else a bush because yeah. she's reacted similarly to uh <laughs> to like lilacs. Oh. Honey. Um she's Yeah, so we're figuring that out. Figuring it out. Yeah. Um, so we might not be able to get a dog which yeah, or get one that's got I don't know, less something. Less allergenic. What it's am I trying? It's more to... hypoallergenic. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz <laughs> some of them are Yeah. I mean, Jada's definitely not hypoallergenic. Yeah. (laughs) Not you. But she's so cute. She's really cute. She's hypo cute. (laughs) Wait, hyper cute? Yeah, because hypo is under. Ah. Well, that's not right, is it? (laughs) No. You're hyper cute. Yeah um man what episode are we on season two episode 18. <laughs> uh, let's see yes 18 wow yeah sorry we went on a long tangent there <laughs> i'm so not right sorry away. this is our pod whatever oh, christmas um, was fun we had yeah, a fun christmas that was good it was nice um this one is called yesterday it's by the beatles not so yesterday by Hillary Duff. No, this sorry. I <laughs> <laughs> no, I did some research because, like, that's a pretty common song title. Yeah. So I like oh, yeah, dug there were a little so bit. So many. To I make just sure. assumed that it was the Beatles. Yeah, one. they've but, done Beatles before too. Yeah. Um, probably they will in the future. So um, we open on Christina dancing and yes. brushing her teeth. <laughs> there is a voiceover going saying something about how there's no such thing as. A grown-up. Yeah. That grown-ups don't really exist. Um, and we see Christina dancing like crazy and she's <laughs> being goofy. She's got her iPad and yeah, her it's green. earbuds in, brushing her teeth, putting she's on her like, pants all at once. Yeah, like half-dressed and just like dancing around at Enjoying Burks. her morning. Well, their shared apartment, but Burke's. At their apartment as far as Burke knows. And um, yeah, no such thing as grown-ups. And then Burke enters and he's very sweaty. Yes, he was just out for a jog, apparently. And he, maybe he kind of looks at Christina, maybe surprised, maybe kind of judgy, maybe just wondering what she's doing. Yeah, he kind of want to, wants to make fun of her. I think yeah. he, he kind of raises his eyebrows when they make eye contact, and yeah. she stops for a second and yeah. then starts being even goofier.
1: Yeah, she kind of trying like-
0: to get him. To join her, <laughs> it's cute. She kind of like doubles down and like yeah. dances at him. And, um, like, it's really like, weird. oh no, you're not gonna make me feel embarrassed. I'm gonna turn this back on you, <laughs> yeah, totally. And then he like laughs and kind of tries to say, oh no, 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 but like, she <laughs> is relentless and she like takes off his button down shirt he was wearing and yeah, his gray t shirt underneath is like soaked, soaked, it's so gross. <laughs> and, um, he starts to like walk past her and then. Starts to dance. Yeah, even goofier. It's really funny. It's really cute. It's like a sweet moment and Christina like cackles. It's very cute. Yeah, they're laughing. And then we hear a phone ring and Burke just kind of grabs it and answers it. Yeah, Um, it was on the kitchen counter and he just came home. So it's like, I kind of thought like, oh, he left his phone there. mm -hmm. But he says like, oh, no, this is Dr. Burke when he answers. It's not his phone. No, (laughs) it's not. He just answered her phone. And it seems almost knowingly he answered her phone. Yeah, it's weird. He felt like he was okay to do that. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, maybe he was, but... And while he's talking to this person on the phone, Christina, like, rinses and spits in the kitchen sink. And he, he like, smiles and returns to dancing. With yeah, ta- he says he'll tell her. And yeah. then hangs up and, yeah, kind of returns to dancing. Um, and then... Tells her that it was her landlord and that there has been a minor flood in her apartment. And she's kind of taking out her earbuds now because she can see that he's being really serious. She's like, oh, Oh, crap. Yeah. And he says, your other apartment. Yep. And then he like stops dancing and just walks away. And she kind of looks like dumbstruck (laughs) in the moment. Like, Uh oh, "Oh, crap. Like, she totally just got caught. Um, so, yeah, Burke finds out that Christina has not given up her apartment. Yeah. Um, we don't know, like, how often she's been there, necessarily. No. Uh, I think it was more of a backup. It absolutely was. Yeah. Uh, because I think he would know, you know, if she was only staying at his house, like, twice a week, or, like, even half the week, he'd be like, hey, what's up? Like. Yeah. So, Yeah. Yeah, it's not like she's sleeping over there. She just Nope, she just still had has it. it. Um And then we're straight to Alice in the nursing home and Meredith is visiting her. Yes. Alice says that oh she's exhausted. And Meredith she, is kind of like, yeah, me too. She's getting tea. Yeah, Alice does it like kind of <laughs> coyly. Yeah. Like, so and then Meredith is like A little very gossipy earnest. Like me too. Yeah. She's like, I'm also tired. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then, um, Alice, <laughs> Alice, uh, lets Meredith know or whoever she thinks Meredith is in the moment. Yeah. I was going at it all night in the co- on call room. And she goes on with these, like, animalistic metaphors. <laughs> yeah. Meredith says, Mom. And Ellis just keeps going. She steamrolls right through. I tell you, that man makes me purr like a kitten. Mom! <laughs> she's like, Mom! <laughs> and, like, Mom. Yeah. She's when trying he to, like... isn't making me growl like a tiger. <laughs> she goes, Stop. She's, like, really trying <laughs> to rein her back in. Like, yeah. But, um... And then Alice starts talking about Thatcher. Yes. Um, she's kind of diving into a subject that she really hasn't talked to her daughter with or about. Yeah, because this is not something she would ever talk to Meredith about, but that's not who she thinks she's talking to yeah. right now. And she's talking about Thatcher and how if he had any balls at all, he would have left. And Yeah, he would have left on his own. She says she she came home with a hickey and he just pretended not to see Yeah, like, she was trying to get him to leave her, and he just wouldn't. But she wasn't going to leave him. Yeah, it's an interesting dynamic. It's a lot. And poor Meredith. (laughs) It's it's a lot for a daughter to hear from her mother. Yeah. (sighs) And then we're in the intern locker room, and Meredith is staring off into space because (laughs) she's been traumatized. And George (laughs) is staring at her in (sighs) the background. Yeah. He kind of looks like he wants to say something and starts to walk towards her. Um, but then Christina barges right in and she's <laughs> she complaining starts about... starts talking like they weren't having a conversation, but if they had been, she no, would have interrupted. She, they probably already talked about it, her and Meredith. They probably already were talking on the phone this yes. morning after it happened. Because it yeah. seems like Meredith kind of knows Yeah, what's going on. Yeah. But Christina's just complaining and saying how Burke overreacted and he's acting like I committed a crime like, <laughs> um and Meredith is like are you sure he's not just acting like you lied about moving in yeah Meredith like, kind of snaps a little bit yeah there's and it, a little sharpness to her retort I think you know she wants Christina to see his side mm-hmm. because Christina is also like What? It's nothing. You know, it's not like I was, like, hiding stolen goods, basically. And Meredith is like, well, you didn't lie, (laughs) though. Like, that's not. Yeah. And then Christine asks, what's wrong with you? (laughs) Yeah, because Meredith's, like, in a bad mood. Yeah. And Meredith tells her, my mommy's a filthy whore. (laughs) Which is, you know. It's the start of many whores in this episode they say the word whore so many times in this episode that's true i didn't like i didn't think about that but they do yeah quite a few times yeah in different instances and it it's like i don't know it's just not something we say as much anymore yeah in just common conversation it's not yeah totally pc i think it also doesn't have the same bite as a lot of swear words like because it's all soft sounds it doesn't like right it doesn't bite like i just remember in like Like, the in those the mid-2000s that was kind of a thing like you would call people that i feel like slut was more where i was Uh. like that was a but whore was a little bit harder than slut, like a little yeah, bit more like edge to it. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I think, I think they all. Yeah. I it, mean, they all portray the same thing. <laughs> we we really uh tried to bring women down for oh, being a sexual being who they would <laughs> like to be. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, kind of across the room in the locker room, Izzy and Alex are putting their scrubs on, and um. Oh, they are making. Dirty, dirty eyes at each other. And Alex claims, no, Izzy claims she's not doing dirty with him anymore. Yes. Um, that was the only time, one time lapse in judgment, and Alex puts in that it was a four time <laughs> lapse in judgment. <laughs> Amazing. Ooh. Also, in this scene, um, Alex is putting on his lab coat, and you can see the underside of his right arm. His, uh, Justin Chambers tattoo is visible very briefly, oh. says Eva or Ava, um, which is his daughter's name. Um, oh. I looked it up because I was like, <laughs> there's a tattoo there and I bet <laughs> that the character of Alex does not have that tattoo, but Justin Chambers does and mm. they just were like, he's going to be wearing a coat. So it's we're not, not going to matter. It. We don't yeah. need to cover it. Like, yeah. I didn't notice that. Interesting. Maybe it was like, also sometimes when they put stuff on Netflix, it's like a different, aspect ratio than it was on TV. Sure. So, like, maybe it wouldn't have been visible when they, I don't know. Yeah. Or yeah. maybe it was just a mistake, but I yeah. thought it was kind of cool. You never know. Yeah, he doesn't believe that they're not going to do it again. Yeah, um, he's not buying that. And she kind of, even after she's said this and she's laid down the law, she's still looking at him with Yeah, she, hungry eyes. Like- Mm-hmm. She maybe wants that to be true some part of her does but also I think some part of her Yeah, is like, yeah. There's a logical part of her a self-preservation type part of her that's like this guy hurt me before. I don't want to be in a relationship with him and I know that I get feelings when I do such the physical feelings. <laughs> but um <laughs> yeah the uh the beast as we We'll come to find out in a few scenes. The The beast is hungry. Of libido. It has (laughs) has been awoken and (laughs) that beast wants to be fed. Um, It reminds me of My Favorite Murder when they talked about the female orgasm. It's like (laughs) they don't call it like the female beast but just there's something about not calling it like my sex drive. Like like, (laughs) the beast. Like you have to like veil it a little bit but Yeah, there's a lot of things like that. There's a a little bow on the side. (laughs) It's pink. Yeah, (laughs) and it's quiet and polite, and it (laughs) Um, makes you a sandwich. Yep. Ah, that's nice. Um, So then we're on rounds with Doctor Burke and the interns. Yes, Meredith is presenting. um, Chuck Eaton. Yeah, he has some sort of uh advanced lung cancer. lung cancer that nothing has really worked on and he's in for a radical resection of yeah. the tumor. He's 54, so he's not really a young guy, but he's not an old guy. Yeah, it's it's still a sad situation and he doesn't really have anyone with him. Yeah. And he only has like a 25% chance of surviving this surgery cuz yeah. it is so radical. And Burke also keeps looking over at Christina while Meredith is presenting. Yeah. He keeps like shooting eyes at her. Because they haven't uh, resolved anything yet. Um, He still is expecting that she's going to come crawling on her knees and apologize because he's Preston Burke. Because I am Preston Burke. (laughs) we'll get there i have a lot of things to say about god that. okay so yeah chuck only has like a 25 percent chance yeah. of surviving this surgery and burke is like okay mm-hmm. well you know if you elect not to proceed we can try and make you more comfortable and chuck very very nicely is like uh you know all due respect but no way you can make a dying man a man dying a slow death more comfortable yeah and which to burke he's like Okay, like, yeah, he, yeah. He, he It's listens. very understandable. Yeah. And Chuck has a very strong accent that, like, changes over the episode. <laughs> it's kind of, like, Brooklyn. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of godfathery. Yeah. He, like, he kind of seems... He mar- like quiet It's kind voice. of mar- Marlon Brando. Like, he's trying to be Marlon Brando. Yeah. Because it's kind of, like, slurred, too, like, mumble-mouth, kind of. Yeah. But then later, later it almost gets, like, a hispanic flair to it <laughs> in some it, it's just it's that's a, true it's yeah. an interesting choice it does i just assumed he was whispering because like his lungs suck yeah and so he yeah. can't like get the oxygen he needs to like make the right sounds yes, i think that is but probably he, true but it is an like a very strong yeah unusual it is weird I, wonder, I don't know like, i don't think it's I don't know if it's his real accent or not. It doesn't seem like a real accent, but you never know. I don't know. It's hard. <laughs> That's interesting, huh? Yeah. Um. So as you're leaving the patient room, Meredith is running for some reason. And George and Izzy kind of trail behind. And George asks, you know, do, do I look nice today? And Izzy tells him, "You could use a little more lip gloss, but you look fine." <laughs> and he's like, "Ah, you're mean." <laughs> it's cute. It's like brother sister little friendship thing. Yeah, I like it. And he asks what how his breath is, doesn't he? Or something. Yeah, and she's and like, "George, like just talk yeah, to her." Just talk to her. And he's kind of like, "What? What? What? No." Pretends very briefly that it has nothing to do with Meredith. And then they round <laughs> the corner and Bailey is there with the baby. Bailey a baby the baby yeah. and bailey has questions for them it's not just a visit she's asking if the ors are functional if meredith is functional yeah it's kind of bringing us back to what happened in the Holy previous shit. episodes that yeah you, know, you might have already f- forgotten about if yeah. it had been a week or two mm-hmm. there was probably a little bit of a hiatus maybe maybe like after the season break yeah so it kind of brings us back to oh yeah, there was a bomb, the bomb in the body cavity. <sighs> oh my God, Christina Ricci. We, uh, we lost whatever his name was, Dylan. Dylan, uh huh. We lost Dylan. He exploded. He was pink mist. He became pink mist. Um, yeah. So that's kind of the only reference back to that. Yeah, Um, it's very brief. Talking about some smoke damage, and then Meredith's like, I'm fine. Yeah, Bailey kind of turns it on Meredith. Are you fully functional? Yeah. Yeah, she says, I'm fine, and then goes on Yeah, beyond, like, she moves on with the conversation, which is also an interesting thing, because... She's She's not not fine. fine. She Um, has never been fine, but she's less fine now. Right. And um, Bailey tells them that her husband, Tucker, can go home tomorrow. So he's still recovering from his surgery as well. Yep. Um, And Bailey corrects them and says, this is not a tea party. Go. Work. Save some lives. She sends them off. It's not time for us to be chatting. It's time for you to go. She says, now! And then she goes back to talking to the baby. Yeah. What's your baby's name? Do we know? I don't know. One of his middle names is George. Yeah. William George Bailey Jones. Huh. Is the baby's name. Yeah. What what do they... They call him something different, though. They don't call him Willie. William. Willie. (laughs) Billy? I don't know. I don't know what they call him. I don't remember what they call him later. Well, that's what they named him originally. So Sure. <laughs> um, okay. So, baby is there. Um, then we see Jake Burton, 15, yes. uh, with- Well, we don't see him yet. Oh, that's true. Christina is presenting. Yes. Derek is there. Thank you. We see some concerned parents. Yes. Um, Jake Burton, 15, has advanced cr- cranial, cranial dysphasia. dysphagia. Dysplasia. Dysplasia. Um, And he's been complaining of headaches and some nausea the parents add in. Like, he's... Yeah, he's not a complainer. He doesn't want to be complaining about it, but he is having some issues. Um, And we see Jake, who has very noticeable facial disformity that does look very lion-like. It does. And they refer to it later as lionitis. Yeah, it's like kind of the nickname for the disease. Because the way that the the bony tumors grow, it kind of makes your face look... (laughs) lion-like yeah um not many other ways to say that yeah um and he he kind of jokes because he sees christina kind of staring at him or looking uncomfortable yeah she's kind of having a hard time looking at him yeah but also a hard time not looking at him like she's not sure what to do about it and he jokes with her that if you pretend i'm a lion it helps yeah like just Picture it as a talking circus animal rather than, like, a person who looks like a lion. Like Yeah. So he's young and he has a sense of humor about it. and Yeah. he's He makes a lot of jokes throughout the whole thing. And the main concern is that these bony tumors are growing inward towards his brain. Yes. Um, encroaching on his brain. It's not safe. Yeah. That would not be good. No. Um, it doesn't sound good. So then we see um, Meredith working on a computer... Okay, it's do, we, facing- do we need to take, like, a, a few breaths before this one? Take a take a deep breath and... Um, okay, let me tell you a thing first. Situate ourselves. This computer is at a nurse station, yet it is facing outward. And I'm like, that has to be a HIPAA violation. Yeah, <laughs> that, maybe like, she, patients- like, turned it. Maybe it's one that you can turn and she turned it because she didn't want to walk all the way around or something. It's... To work on, I don't know why, but she is standing like on the opposite side of a nurse's station, yeah, working on this computer. She has a patient file up, and yeah. up walks a man. A tall drink of steamy water, <laughs> <is what> I- <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, he's very tall handsome fellow very handsome he's got like salt and pepper hair yeah he's kind of a s- little scruffy but it's like a neat and tidy oh, it's, it's, it's a like a very short, neat very neat and short beard but it's kind of yeah like scruffly. and um he's his leather jacket is like a soft like from a department store like it is not like a motorcycle leather jacket no it's no. upscale it's more upscale yeah, black leather jacket, dark button-up underneath that. Yeah, like a dark blue, and he... Very strong jaw. <laughs> <laughs> so And he... his eyes are kind of piercing. Oh my you god. Know? So he starts reading over <laughs> Meredith's shoulder, and he says... Yeah, this random guy walks up and starts reading the, what's... Well, yeah, because <laughs> her t- computer's t- facing outward. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's reading about Chuck's case. Yeah. And says, oh, guy's pretty much a goner, huh? And Meredith turns, and instead of, like, chewing him out or something, yeah. she immediately is like, sensitivity, I like that in a stranger. It's and it, really ooh, great. Yeah, she's... So much chemistry immediately. He's, like, kind of looking her up and down, mm-hmm. but kind of not, and, yeah, she just is like, I, lo- I think she genuinely likes his take. Like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's refreshing. Yeah, and she kind of smiles at him. And then she tries to, like, politely continue with her work. And Yeah, are you new here? I think she she gets right away that he's a doctor. I think she immediately he... takes that on. Yeah. Cause... I mean, he did comment on the case. So he said something he about, about, like, the something-something in the COPD. You know, like, he knows the terms. So yeah. it's like, you probably have some medical you knowledge. He knew what that meant, yeah. Um, and, yeah, he's says oh he's just visiting and yep and he immediately is complaining about the rain and she says oh you get used to it and he uh kind of gets a little smile and says that it makes him want to stay in bed all day and she turns and is like we just met and already you're talking about bed not very subtle damn (laughs) is what i wrote like oh i mean that's a move To like start talking about bed. Like not really complaining about it. Oh no. And she's she's enjoying this. Not like, oh stop. You know, she's not even doing that. She's like, oh I hear you loud and clear. Like, that wasn't very subtle. Or like, (laughs) you're not very sensitive. But like, yeah, she's not mad. Like No, no, she's enjoying herself. And a um, f- handsome stranger is flirting with her. Very, sure. very obviously. Yes. <laughs> and then we kind of see as they're talking, the camera they've kind kinda, of goes. Yeah, they've moved a little bit. It sort of like shoots past them and we see Derek in a conference room. <laughs> Through the window. And, and he... he looks up and sees this <laughs> interaction going on and is immediately very distressed while this other doctor is like trying to talk to him about no, something. he is so. Oh, no, Derek is, he like stands up. And is looking. <laughs> His, like, mouth is open, like... And then we see Addison walk up, and she just looks, like, Yeah, she stops where she's standing as she was walking, and she also sees what's going and on And these here. are really brief, like, boom, boom. Like, we see these background things really quick. Yeah. But <laughs> then, um, the... This guy, he kind of admits, Tall drink of water, <laughs> and he kind of boasts that like, oh, subtle has never been his strong suit. And then he asks her, "Do you ever go out with coworkers?" And that makes Meredith kind of like smile and laugh a little bit. Yeah, she, she looks says, up and like a piece of hair falls out she from does behind look very her ear. Pretty. It's very cute. It's it's a it's a meet cute. And she says, "I uh." make it a rule not to (laughs) because she just had that whole disaster with Derek yeah it's like a little in joke with us the viewers because we're like (laughs) we know why we know why (laughs) and then he smiles and he says then I am so glad that I don't work here (laughs) which again subtle not his thing so subtle and she again points it out are you really hitting on me in a hospital in a hospital (laughs) and what a great line like Yeah, like yeah, Yeah. in a hospital. And then he says, Would that be wrong? And then we see through a different window behind them (laughs) George George's little pouty face. He's (laughs) He's, <laughs> he's pouting. He's like, full on pouting. He's like one of those like fish with the huge <laughs> eyes, just like. <laughs> he he but looks I was trying to talk to her today. The saddest. And I most, was planning on talking to her at some point in the near future. <laughs> he looks fucking so <laughs> stupid, just like dumbfounded. It's the worst. And Meredith extends her hand and says, "Meredith." Yeah. And then the next beat, which would be him saying his name. Wow. It's just, ooh. It's just a punch. And Derek has punched this handsome, beautiful stranger in this oh! handsome, beautiful face. <laughs> <He> punches him. <laughs> and it really hurt because he's like, oh, he's he's shaking his shaking hand. His hand <sighs> the stranger's on the floor. And Meredith's like, what the hell was that? <laughs> yeah, Addison and George both watch it. Everyone else in the lobby is looking. Yeah, Meredith goes, what the hell was that? And Derek replies, That was Mark. That was Mark. That was Mark. (laughs) And credits. (laughs) Amazing. It's a really good scene. I knew it was coming, but I paused it, like, right at the wrong time. So then when I hit play, it was just like like punch and i was like like it kind of freaked me out it's a very loud punch yeah it was so amazing i was like screaming while i was watching this is such a (laughs) like a beautifully written scene it is it's so good the dog was like shut the fuck up i was like i can't (laughs) it's amazing such a good dramatic oh my god entrance i love it what Mm. a great like great entrance for a great character Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm That's the first time he's on camera and he gets punched. Yeah. Also, later he's shirtless, which is like yes. another like first episode. Of yeah. Of course, yeah. Marcus shirtless I mean, and he gets punched. I mean, it's like a, it's a serious scene when they do show him shirtless. So it's not, we don't get to. No, 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 no. Feel but too still, he <laughs> was shirtless. But, but like, yeah. Oh, he yeah. didn't need to be. And he, he was. He didn't need to be. But he was. But he was. And we don't mind. So then we have the chief yelling (laughs) at Derek. Oh, yeah. Addison is handing Derek some ice for his hand, and he doesn't want it, and the chief is just screaming. Punching out people on my surgical floor, and Addison tells Derek to put the ice pack on, and he kind of resists, and Richard yells, Put the damn ice pack on your $2 million a year hand, and then (laughs) he's like, and and puts it on, like, immediately. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. $2 million a year. A lot of dollars, it's a lot of dollars, and Addison offers you know, it was Mark that's who that was, and yeah, him and Derek because Derek, because to- the chief asks what the hell happened, yeah, and Derek doesn't answer and he just looks to Addison, yeah, because he's like, You're gonna answer this, one. you get to fucking tell him, like. Yeah. And so Addison is trying to explain without really explaining. So she says We were all good friends. Him and Derek used to work together in New York. They were we were all close friends, and Richard still isn't getting it. Yeah. So she says, until Derek found us in bed together. And that changes a little something in Richard's mind. Yeah, And he's he like, oh. turns to Derek and he says, You put your weight behind it? Yes, sir. Well, I'll write that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he's kinda fine with it. And he Which leaves. Which tells us a little something about Richard. Um, you know, we know that he slept with Ellis. Yeah. yeah. But he was cheating on his wife. Yeah. And he probably feels much guilt about that. Yeah. And also. Maybe wishes Thatcher had punched him in the face. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's just an interesting thing that he's it like, was, yeah, it's fine. It's... It's like, oh, yeah, you had an actual good reason to punch him kind of thing. Yes. He felt like that was justified. Um, and then Derek asks Addison, you know, what the hell is he doing here? Yeah, in a very accusatory voice. Oh, fuck yeah. Voice. It's not really a question. No. And Addison doesn't know. Yeah, she says she has no idea. She has a very bad time this whole episode. Oh, She's honey. She's a not a good place. No. Um, it, oh, God. Which, yeah, yeah. And then we see Mark with a big cut on his face. Yep. Meredith is cleaning him up. Um, and he is joking that we always did have the same taste in women. And Meredith is kind of like, excuse me? Like, they hadn't really been talking about it before that. Yeah. And he's like, you're the lusty intern. You're Derek's lusty intern. I heard about you all the way back in New York. You're famous. Yeah. <laughs> you're famous. And she shoots right back at him. Yep. Well, I heard about you all the way here in Seattle. I guess we have a lot in common. To which Mark says, "We're the dirty mistresses. Yay, <gasps> oh, we got there! It's, it's a grayism. The we dirty mistresses yeah, club. The dirty mistresses club. We've hinted at it before. Yes, because there someone else mentioned dirty mistresses. I feel like they, Alex did or something. Yeah, they kind of Meredith. tried to get there. It wasn't quite the same. A fully formed idea. But now, now it is. We've got the dirty mistresses and." And he he goes on to say um, that his $400 an hour shrink Holy says shit, that's a lot of money <laughs> a lot of money. So we know that he makes quite a bit also yes. um, probably more than the rest of them, you know because I would a, think because he's in a different market. He's a plastic surgeon yeah. so people will pay more for yeah. th- those things. yeah um, he his $400 an hour shrink says that it's because he's self-destructive and self-loathing to an almost pathological degree. To which Meredith replies, "Hey, we do have a lot in common." Yeah, he he tells her because behind this rugged and confident (laughs) exterior, I'm yeah self destructive. It's so like he gives himself a compliment in there (laughs) and is being like forthcoming about his faults, but in a way that still makes him seem hot, like. You don't feel bad for it. You're not like, oh, poor puppy dog. Well, I kind of do feel bad for him with with what he's saying, because it's like, oh, like he's trying, he's putting up this front, but it's like, oh no, he's a really broken person on the inside. Yeah, but he's so hot. Oh, he is. He is.
1: No, I like it. I like that
0: he, but also he's well enough to like share that. Yeah, and And he feels safe sharing that with Meredith. That's really nice. I like how Meredith. She's like like, rubbing his face, like, with iodine or whatever, and she keeps readjusting his Yeah, dog. because he keeps trying to look at her and, and she's, she's like, like, no, I'm your no, doctor. Like, <laughs> like, I am working on you. Yeah. He said that it's funny that, um, when Derek walked in on him and Addison, in the throes, Yeah. <laughs> um, that he just turned around and he walked away and left. But as, like, he's just talking to Meredith, Mark, Mark just talking to Meredith, And he's on the ground bleeding. Yeah. It's like, oh. So there's a kind of side by side. um, And then Meredith begins to start stitching. And Mark is like, what are you doing? Hold the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. He hands her the mirror so he can start stitching his own face. She kind of rolls her own. She kind of rolls her eyes, but then she does do it. Yeah. And the other interns are watching outside the room, like through the blinds. And they're like. Oh, my God. And George is so annoyed. George is like, why is he suturing his own face? And Christina goes, to turn me on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Alex, Alex knows all- who he is. Alex is also a little turned on. Oh, totally. Totally. <laughs> he says, because he's Mark Sloan. The most amazing plastic surgeon. He's the go-to plastic surgeon on the East Coast. And George is like, ugh. That's yeah. the guy Addison was sleeping with. And um, Izzy says, you can't really blame her, can you? Yeah. <laughs> and Christina says, nope. And Meredith comes out and tells them that, quote, McSexy wants an x-ray to check for fractures, but she thinks it's a bad idea for her to be the one to yeah. take him because it's already caused some trauma. And- well, and, and why? Why? Says George. Why? Why? Why would that be a bad idea? Why? Why? And Alex volunteers... Yep, he's on it, and he, he goes wants right to hang away. Out with him, he's oh, like, he wants to be Mark Slow. Fuck yeah, yeah. And the, so the women are trying out some other nicknames, like McSexy, McYummy, mm, no. McYummy. No, gross. That's <laughs> fucking nasty. <laughs> it's disgusting. And then Meredith offers McSteamy, and they yeah. all agree. Ah, there it is. And they're totally ignoring George. They he's all also turn standing around, there. and he's just kind of. Uh, excuse me, I'm just choking back some Mick vomit. Oh my god, George. Just <laughs> Just veil your jealousy a little bit, maybe. Have, have some self respect. Yeah. Or, you know, alternately um get a life. Uh, and share your feelings if you really need to, you yeah, know. For real. <laughs> um so then Izzy and George are suiting up for the ambulance bay. Um, he's yeah. lamenting. <gasps> Poor widow, nice guy George. I had her ear first the night she met. Derek. I met her first, and right. it's like, yeah, but you didn't do anything. Like, it and she wasn't interested in you, and that's totally her prerogative, right? And it, <laughs> if anything was what she, happen, it, it's the moon, and you put the flag there first, and I was yours. Yeah, like, yeah, no, you're not an object. No, and. Yeah, she wasn't interested, and it doesn't matter if you got there first because you didn't do anything. Yeah, like you didn't make a move, so she didn't even. If she had been interested, she might have made a move. But right, yeah, yeah, so, nothing. Izzy is talking about. Izzy's preoccupied. She's not listening to anything George is saying, no. <laughs> which is a common refrain. In a lot of episodes, but th- this one very specifically, yeah. no one is listening to George. So Izzy's talking about when you haven't had sex in a while, you sort of forget how good it is, and then you don't really need it as much. And George is kind of like, No, that doesn't <laughs> happen. To that's guys. not a thing. No, not and a then thing. she's like, Well, it, you know, like a beast, like it was asleep, and now it's wide awake, <laughs> and the food that Alex gave it was really <laughs> good food. <laughs> Ooh, because, yep, she, she wants some more food. Her beast is. Away. Angry. Well, if you'll remember, when she wanted to sleep with Alex, she was saying, like, I haven't had sex in this many months and this many days. Yeah. And now I'm she's naked very and very aware of this. Yes. Yeah. Like, so she hadn't been having sex for a while before that. Yeah. Um, so that's what she's talking about. That the beast was asleep and it was fine, but now it's awake. Yeah. Uh yeah. Um, and then George is kind of yelling after her as she walks out the doors that my beast never sleeps, which is really gross. Ew. he's <laughs> nasty. Something we didn't need to know about George. He's like putting on her surgical gown and kind of like choking her with it. While yeah. She's, like, yeah. Talking. He does that at one point, which is like, also really uncomfortable. Like, stop. She's, I don't know. It's weird. Right. Like, if you're going to be the friend who like listens to them in a platonic way, then like. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. I don't he's, know. He's got a lot of trouble. He's problematic. He George is, is so much more problematic than what we would have thought when we first and saw the show. Burke, oh Burke is yeah. Holy, Holy shit. shit! I was watching that and I'm like, I don't know how I, I want to talk about this. Not like, liking him because of like how things end with him and Christina. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Like I was like, I don't really like Burke. Yeah, and that's the main reason. But no, now going back through, I'm like, oh, he's like this is fucked up all the very way. Very toxic. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, so then we have Meredith, she's coming in to check on Chuck, the, um, lung cancer guy. Yep, he's kind of struggling with a camera, like, he's trying to set up this camera, um, and, like, a tripod. And he, he says he wants to say goodbye. Yeah, she offers to help, and he's, like, crying, and he, he starts to, he tries to do it without the cannula, so he has, like, oxygen flowing into his nose. Yeah, he takes a quick sniff of the oxygen and puts it down and then um we have this really sweet music he's talking about the first messages for his his college sweetheart and love Susie. of his life and like you know i i loved you and then the music gets i would have loved you forever funny. if you weren't also the vilest whore who ever walked the planet earth <laughs> and meredith sighs <eyes> are like <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> it's amazing. And then he's talking about, like, her ugly ass kids. The, the, she married yeah. some drunk. And, and then like. he saw them at the reunion. and, and
1: She got her, what she deserved. Yeah, and... she got
0: her what she deserved because she has ugly kids or something. Like, just awful, horrible oh, stuff. Oh, my God. And then very sweetly, he's done. Or he says, love, Chuck, at the end. Love. Love, Chuck. Chuck. <laughs> and then he asks her to be a deer and put in a new, put in a fresh tape, put in a fresh tape deer. It's <laughs> like, he goes from like this sweet man to like,
1: yeah, this very soft spoken, like
0: hate filled thing oh. back to like, okay, would you put in a new tape? Like it's <laughs> so funny. And the music shift is hilarious. Like it's very well orchestrated. Mm-hmm. That wasn't supposed to be a pun, but it sort of was. Um, it's a beautiful scene. It made me yeah, laugh out loud. Very like, humorous. Yeah, well written. A lot of things in this episode are well written. Yeah, totally. They had a good writer's room for this one. Yeah. Um. So, then- so Alex and Mark are looking at Mark's X-rays. Yeah, and Alex is kind of trying to get up his butt about all the the things that Mark is in a cool way. A cool way. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? <laughs> trying to jump right up there, trying to... <laughs> He's trying to kiss his butt. I <laughs> well, that's, yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah. I feel like if something's up your butt, it's supposed to be like, oh, what's up your butt? Like, you're, like, annoyed. Well, yeah, if you have, like, something up your butt, but, like, a person. I don't know. You know what I mean. I do. I just to Yeah, this. <laughs> he's he's uh, he yeah. Wants, he's kissing his butt pretty pretty hard. He wants he to knows, like the specifics of different surgeries Mark has done. Like yeah, Alex is interested in plastics, and he is. And we did know that yeah early on. Mark um, suggests that he move to L.A. or New York. Um, yeah, because he's not going to see much action around here. To which Alex Actually, mentions <laughs> have you ever seen advanced an advanced case of craniotomy? Diophysial, uh dysplasia, lionitis Yeah, asks Mark. He's he's Mark heard of it. excited. Yeah, and it's kind of fun for Alex to get to share this very unique case and be like, yeah. "Well, actually, like we got a cool thing going on here." Yeah. and yeah, get some points, get yeah. some brownie points with the big man. Um, with the big, big the big man with God. Um, <laughs> The god of plastic surgery. That's right. plastic surgery god. Um, so we're in the ambulance bay. EMT is telling Izzy and George about- Yes. There's a woman being wheeled in on the gurney. It was a restrained driver oh. in a minor motor vehicle collision. Vitals are stable, but witnesses say that they saw seizure activity behind the wheel. Yeah. The woman is trying to say that she doesn't need to be there. I really don't think I need to be it's here. It's fine. I'm and fine. The and EMT is like, witnesses saw her- like screaming, shuddering, clamping her jaw, which is all stuff that might happen in a seizure. Yes. Um, and she she seems really embarrassed. Yeah. And she's like, they're asking, you know, do you have a history of seizures? She's like, no, I don't have epilepsy. It's not epilepsy. And George and Izzy are checking her out and everything. And then she gets this panicked look on her face. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh no. oh, no. And then all of us who are watching this for a multiple time are like, <gasps> it's that woman. <laughs> it's this lady. It's the orgasm lady. And she's like, it's happening again. And she has an orgasm, like yeah. toes she, curling. She starts moaning and writhing, and she's like grabbing the gurney, and everyone's just kind of stops and's like everybody oh. like is hands off. Like was that? Uh, I wasn't touching her. Like, did she just? And then Izzy orgasm. Yeah, <laughs> she, and she, I remember watching that lady's toes curl and be like, "What?" Like. <laughs> oh my god what like yeah she has an orgasm like uh, yeah like an earth shattering one um, yeah it's intense it's a very like it's kind of funny but she's embarrassed and they're just, everybody's just like what in the fuck like, yeah, no one was touching her yeah like. in this yeah this emergency room full of people uh it's so awful yeah. So now Addison is there. They've gotten her, and she she's asking spontaneous orgasms. Yeah, they. It kind of seems like they're out of the ER, babe. But I don't think they are. No, they're just. They kind of just pulled the curtain. Yeah, I think. and they, the- they do not get her out of there soon enough they, no. they should have put her in a room immediately they should have gotten her her own private room it's, yeah it, it's horrifying yeah so but, yeah right. no one thinks about that addison yet. is asking are you sure and they're like kind of hard to miss yeah like so she goes up and she introduces herself and the woman's name is pamela um and addison is asking her how long has this been happening to you and she says a few months Seven or eight times a day, and Izzy goes uh, every day. Oh, Izzy she is like way too excited about that. way too excited. So inappropriate, and Addison corrects Stevens. her, which she's had to do before more yeah. than once. Yeah, she's had some issues with Izzy before, um, and Izzy <laughs> says sorry. Every day, (laughs) yeah. Like, oh, here, let me ask you as a doctor every day, like, yes, every day. But it's, I like when Pamela is not enthused about this. No, when Addison meets the patient, she goes, Hi, Mrs. Calva, you know, she goes, Call me Pamela. Like, we're gonna be getting pretty close here in a second. (laughs) So, um, and Addison asks, you know, oh, the the patient asks, you know, is it something you've seen before? And, um, Addison is like, (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah Addison asks about have you seen a doctor about this before have you talked to your doctor about it that's what it is I misread okay. my notes yeah yep, yeah Addison is asking her but haven't you gone to see a doctor about this before because it's been happening for so long yes and before Pamela can answer um George George decides George to stick fucking his- butts in <sighs> he's like oh it's not something you'd want to cure is it and kind of chuckles about that and he gets a sharp look (laughs) Yeah, she says, Dr. O'Malley, you know, or maybe George, but she also, like, correct, Addison has to correct him, too. Yeah, like, guys, come on. And Pamela says, you know, she got redirected to a shrink from the doctor. Yeah, she went to her doctor, but he sent her to a shrink and didn't do any tests, which is... Absolutely infuriating. Like that, and I d- totally believe that that's what would happen. Oh yeah, in a lot of situations, like because it's they're just uncomfortable and they're like, oh, it's something wrong with her brain. Yeah, and- it's one hundred percent a man who is her doctor. Oh, who it's did this. hysteria. It's you know, it's like <laughs> yeah. so fucking old timey, but yeah. it still happens that people don't listen to a woman. Yeah, they don't take office. a woman's pain seriously. Yeah, or whatever they've got going on. Specifically yeah. this, like, you think about um, that lady who was, like, blushing too much that Derek helped her yeah. out. And, like, they were like, oh, come on, you know, it's, it's not that bad. It's just a little blushing. And she's like, no, it is that bad. Like, yeah, and, but, again, that was after years of trying to deal with this. Yeah. And so I, I feel like this woman, you know, unfortunately she's here because she got a crash. Yeah. But it's the same, like, oh, come on, you know, and they're, she's like, no, I... <sighs> Listen to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. So then we hear somebody calling out for Pammy. Yeah. Pammy. Pammy. You back there? Oh, no. She's uh, like, my she's like, dad? No. You called my father? She's just horrified. And he does know about her condition. Yeah. He was her emergency contact. That's why they called him. But he is, like, you know, kind of asking about the condition. Yeah, and you she's were, like. You were in an accident, Pammy. I caused the accident. And he's like, oh, one of your, uh. And she says episodes, yeah, yeah. And then, so embarrassing. She starts to have an episode. She says, "Oh no, dang it!" And she kind of grabs a pillow and shoves it over her face. And her dad is trying <clears throat> to talk over. He's trying her her having best to having to ignore it <laughs> and to kind of like talk up how she's she's a math major and she's been on the honor roll. And she's like academically successful. And yeah, he's like, this isn't all that she is. <laughs> oh my god. That's right. Episodes, okay? Yeah. That's just that's what they're calling them. So Yeah, and Addison, who's now seeing this happen for the first time, is kind of stumbling over her own words. Um, She's like, y- y- And uh, we're gonna do tests and we're gonna figure out what's wrong, what's causing your daughter's episodes. Yeah. Um She kind of doesn't know what to call them, and then the dad is like, episodes. Episodes. Like, oh, yep, episodes, this okay. Is, this that's... is what we've been uh calling them because dad doesn't want to say the word orgasm no (laughs) and there is something strange about it being like involuntary and seemingly random that feels like i mean that's what they are but does that should they be called that like it feels like they should be called something else almost because like yeah i don't know i don't know it's weird um So then we're back to Chuck, our lung cancer patient. He's still making tapes. He's still making tapes. Meredith has now sat down because she's been there for so long. He has 12 stacked up already and is making another one. And he's still just yelling at every person who's ever done him wrong. This one I think was like his little brother or something. He's talking about something that happened when he was 14 or the brother was 14. Yeah, because Meredith... Just loses it and says, "Cut him some slack. He was fourteen, for God's sakes." And then she's like, "Oh, sorry. Uh, (laughs) We're still recording. Sorry, we're still recording." But then she she gets up and says, "Okay, I'm a doctor, not a videographer." Yeah, and Chuck's like, "Prep you for surgery." But you offered to help me, like, and but yeah, she has to prep him for surgery. Yeah, she she has stuff to do. That's what I thought that you were saying goodbye. And he's like, this is goodbye. None of of these people know how I really feel. I don't want to carry this to my grave. And she's like, you you seem like a nice man. Yeah. Wouldn't you rather they remember you that way? Come on. Like. And he says, no. Okay. And then he asks her to please rewind the tape. Yeah. He wants to rewind to. Over what she said. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Where she's like, come on. Like, which is so funny. Um, and then we have Christina and she is, uh, prepping Jake for an MRI. Um, he's our lionitis guy. Um, he knows the drill. He's, he's had some MRIs before, so, um. Yeah, he, yeah, he says that it's his 50th MRI experience. Yeah. And she's like, oh, right, sorry. Uh, Right, because, I mean, it's something with his bones and he's, what, 15? Like, he's 15 and it's been his whole life. And yeah. he's almost died a few times from this. We we find out later. Yeah. He tells her that she has really nice eyes and she's mostly all surly and hardcore, but her eyes aren't. Yeah. He's really into eyes since that's like the most normal part of his face. Yeah. It's the only places his tumors aren't growing. Yeah. And Christina compliments his eyes and he kind of jokes, you know, I'm jailbait, right? Like, yeah. And that makes laugh. her laugh. He's very self-deprecating in, like, a funny way. You yeah, know? and I mean, he knows, like, that his face looks weird yep. to the average person. And, yep, and um, he's kind of accepted that. Yeah. Um, You see the chief walking through the hallways, and he says hi to Meredith as he walks past. Yeah. And she kind of stops him and says she wants to ask him something not work-related. And he's like, okay. And Meredith asks if um, the chief remembers her father and if he knows why her dad left. Yeah. And he, his demeanor changes immediately. And he says that, I believe your mother asked him to. And she says, yes, but why? Yeah, it doesn't, that doesn't satisfy her. No. She's like, no, she might have even already known that piece. Yeah. But she's like, but why? Like, and Richard says that he doesn't know. Which it is a huge lie that's written entirely all over his face. Oh, my like God. You, you can tell immediately. He like, definitely oh. knows. Yeah. And then he just, like, kind of walks away from her. Yeah. With a look on his face <laughs> that yeah. says, um, uh-oh. Uh, whoops. So then Derek and Christina are kind of walking quickly together. He tells her to book an OR as they enter Jake's room. And but then who's there? Alex and Mark are yes. in there. And they're telling the, the teen and his family that they can fix his face. They can make him look normal. Derek is pissed. Oh, Derek. He's so pissed. Pissed. And Jake, the patient, is, like, so excited that yeah. his face could possibly look normal. He never had thought he had that hope. And then, I didn't mean to make this joke, but then I wrote, face off. <laughs> There's like, a, like, an intense, like... Um, That's a good joke. Thank you. I didn't intend it, but it just I'm just naturally hilarious. So I am Preston Burke. I am Preston Burke. God, I hate that scene. Um, so then we're in the chief's office and Mark and Derek are yelling and gesturing Christine at each other. Christina and Alex are out somewhere watching. <laughs> they're trying to like look and like, read lips. Yeah, and they're trying to read lips. Did he just say crack whore? I think he said crack whore. Um, and, and George kind of comes up, and he's curious, what you got? Like, what's, what's going, going on? on? And um, he casually and tells them, oh, you know. It's... Just a woman down in the ER um, with, and he's very nonchalant about it. Super like Super chill. Having spontaneous orgasms, and they kind of pause, and then they all run. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, holy shit, like, and they run. I, I gotta just, see that. I like that George actually got to play it cool. Like, he got yeah, to be like, yeah. I have a cool thing and I'm going to play it cool. But, yeah. yeah, they wanted to watch this fight go down and be like, who the fuck is going to win? Because, like, Christina's working with Derek and Alex working with Mark. Yeah. But they don't really care. They just want to watch a fight. Like, who's going to win? Me and so you. then we go into the chief's office. Yes. Derek, Derek is yelling. Oh, he's furious. Yeah. And he's not someone who we've really seen get that angry before. Like, we've seen him be kind of pouty towards Addison like he's been vindictive but he hasn't been like screaming yelling he has not this is not a normal thing for our sweet Derek this is whenever people are too nice I'm like you have an anger issue like, yeah. I I don't think he has an anger issue. I think it's more, this is the one thing that has happened in his life <laughs> that he is more angry about than anything. He went across the country to run away from this. Yeah, Mark brings it out in him. This yeah. situation, that's for sure. His yeah. very best friend and his wife betrayed him. No, it's totally reasonable. Yeah. I yeah. Just, I'm thinking of a, a guy I He used is to work using with. it where he shouldn't. Yeah. yeah, he is letting his feelings get in the way of something professional, but yeah. it's. Yeah, it's big feelings. <laughs> totally. I'm thinking of this guy I used to work with who was, like, always, like, smiley, happy, like, hey, how's it going? Hey, what's up? What? But there was something about him that I was like, you have an anger issue. Yeah. Like, I can, like, something read it. underneath the surface. Yeah, there's something about that. But, no, I I think this, you're right. This definitely, it messes with Derek. And he, no one was yeah. expecting to see Mark. He just showed up. Yeah, and then no one, one was prepared on case, for like, this. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he's he's yelling and saying that Sloan just wants to get published. And and Mark's like, yeah, well, yeah, but so does your chief of surgery. <laughs> Everybody, you know, the press loves the before and after shot Richard, to which he says, call me Dr. Weber. Ooh, which just... That knocks Mark back. It does. He yeah. t- kind of takes a step. He's feeling yeah. admonished. And then the chief says, you know, out of friendship to Derek, he would very much love to say no to this jackass. But, and Derek's like, please don't say it. And the chief says if he can get the parents' consent, they can do it. And then Mark tells him, round two goes to the jackass. (laughs) He tells Derek that. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's in the room, but. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the interns come barreling down to the ER to peek at Pamela. Yeah. George brings Alex and Christina there. They stop in the door and ask which one she is, and he says twelve o'clock, yep. straight ahead of them. Yeah. Um because she's still in the ER. Yeah. The curtain has not been pulled around her. Not yet. Which is like <laughs> she's already had one episode while she's been there. They two. Sh- really. They should have immediately taken her to her. A private room. I mean, even for everybody else's comfort in the in the ER, like that's yeah distracting. Like it's and personal. This poor woman. So then Addison begins to draw the curtain as the episode begins and hasn't um hasn't George like used done this before where he's used a patient's pain as like a like a way to get in good with the other interns. Hasn't that been a thing? Uh, that like, sounds right. Hasn't he like shown them someone else before? Like, be oh, we got to go see this. Isn't this cool? I know a few of them have because it was like the pregnant man. Yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, that wasn't George, but you're right. No, that was. But also I feel like, like he this also out, did that guys. With like, something. Probably. Nothing's coming to mind, but I believe you. And um, so Addison is like, is there something you need? And they're all like, uh. <laughs> yeah, at least she closed the curtain, for goodness sakes. Yeah, she tells them to move on, you know, walk yep. away. And um, as they kind of leave, Christina is kind of pouty about it. She says, I don't know what McDreamy and McSteamy see in her. And Alex says, she's McHot. And uh, George. George says, yeah, she is. <laughs> <laughs> He's just... What? I think it is kind of funny that Christina's like, "What the fuck do they see in her?" Just because she's mad about this, like yeah. one instance, yeah. like, "Come on, she's a good-looking she, person." She wouldn't, like, yeah, she wouldn't let us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said, "Yeah, she is," says George and all of us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. She's Mikah. Maca- yeah. yeah. Um. So Addison is walking towards the chief's office as Derek and Mark are exiting. So she's like walking in. Yep. And And then she looks up and she kind of makes eye contact with Derek and she's kind of like, oh, it's Derek. But then there's Mark also. And so she... Derek turns and walks the opposite direction. Oh, immediately. He's like, I'm not dealing with this. And then Addison... Also turns. (laughs) Yeah. And and Mark kind of follows after her and... Yeah, he um, follows after her. He looks really good in that black t-shirt. He's not believing that she is not even a little bit happy to see him. Very sad music. I didn't look up what it was, but the music behind this scene it is, is sad. very sad. Yeah. Um, she wants him to leave. Yeah. It's... Yeah. She says, go home. And, <laughs> and he's like, we all made mistakes. Like, it wasn't just me. Right. But somehow I lost my best friend and the woman I loved. And she's like, don't say that. Yeah. She doesn't like that he said loved. Yeah. And he's like... Derek doesn't know how we felt or that you stayed with me after he left, which is yeah. a big bomb. We did not know that either. That's like... It's not like it was a one-time thing. No, They it were wasn't. together. They, right? It wasn't just like, she fucked Mark because she was mad at Derek or to get back at him or whatever. It was yeah. like, uh-oh, they had fallen in love. Yeah. And then for her to stay with him afterwards, too, is like, yep. whoa, that's kind of big. And um, Mark wants to bring her home. He misses her. Yeah. Um, and he says, how can you save a marriage if you can't be honest with him? And she looks, the look that she gives him is like, she knows that he's right. Right. Because. And she's a little turned on because he's standing so close to her. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, but I mean, Derek confessed, you know, like, Hey, I was in love with Meredith. That doesn't just stop. Like he has already had to have that moment with Addison and she has not had that.
1: No, she has
0: not come clean. Yeah. Um, she says, I'm in love with my husband, Mark. And he says, he's not in love with you. He's not even trying to hide it. Yeah. Why would you want he's to He's in love with that intern that? and he's not yeah. even trying to hide it. Yeah. Yeah. Unlikely voice of reason. Totally. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He does look so beautiful in that scene. I like, it's yeah. hard to talk about how hot he is. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That, like, fitted black shirt is yeah. just, it's good. It's very real. It's yeah. A- Yeah. Um, So then we're at lunch. Some of the interns are wearing jackets. Yep. It must be chilly outside is what I wrote. Yeah. Yeah. Izzy's got a puffy pink jacket and Christina has her hoodie up. Yeah. It's not a very warm hoodie, but she's got the hood up. No. Yeah. It's like a little thin zippy. Meredith's got like a sweater on, I think. Meredith doesn't know about the orgasm lady. She's learning about it over lunch. No. Yeah. Because Alex is kind of saying that, oh, I don't believe you. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, because he didn't get to really see it. Right. And George and Izzy, Izzy says that she saw it four times. So it's definitely real. Yeah. Alex says something dirty. I don't know what it is. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) George tries to compliment Meredith, but it kind of gets lost in this throng of conversation. Yeah. Yeah. As they're talking about the spontaneous orgasms and how Alex is jealous he didn't see George's turning to meredith and he's like oh you look nice today they're just like not talking about that like and then christina's no. like oh i wonder if they're contagious and then george is like you smell nice too like <laughs> That's... what we're not talking about <sighs> and also no one is saying like what was that, George? I would like to hear what you have to say. Like, no one is listening Probably cause to Probably because most of them did actually hear him and they're like, no. <laughs> Let's pretend that didn't happen. Right. So Izzy walks away kind of laughing from the flirting and saying like, you know what? I'm not hungry, and neither is the Beast. Like, she kind of gets up from the lunch table, because she's sort of yeah. not um, going to engage Well, anymore. no, it's because what they're saying is... Like, wonders is Yeah, Christi- Christine is wondering if it, it's contagious, because that would solve so many problems, says Meredith, and then George <laughs> is like, yeah, it would, and he's like, agreeing too much. Oh, God. And then he keeps going with it, and he says it's like, when you see someone puke, and then you, you have to puke, too. Yeah. And Izzy kind of looks at alex because it's like oh when you see someone orgasm and then you feel like you have to orgasm too <laughs> <laughs> and they make eye contact and she says nope nope i'm leaving. <laughs> not hungry and neither is the beast and, and then and she's got like a mouthful of food when she says it which she is totally really does. gross yeah it's yucky <laughs> um and they're like i think christina says yeah it's not a sly reference to your penis <laughs> And Alex says, get your mind out of the gutter, crack whore. Which, and they all laugh. <laughs> I mean, they were the ones thinking that maybe Derek said the word yeah, crack whore. Yeah. It was it's those two. Like a... so it's all in good fun, weirdly. Yeah, It's yeah. like friendly. George tries to explain the beast joke about not wanting <laughs> yeah, sex. Yeah, because he's like, ha ha, no, it's not his penis. It's, a uh, you know, it's when you haven't had sex for a long time and then you don't need it. And Meredith and Christina just look at him like, uh, no, no that, that, doesn't that doesn't happen, doesn't to, happen me. to me. And and he says, me either. And he says it in a really disgusting way. Which is like kind of a bummer because then it sounds like he's the one that doesn't want sex as much and he doesn't ever want to sound like that. But that <sighs> is totally what he sounded like when he explained it. Yeah. It's just the most. God. Ugh, it's uh, it's so painful yeah. to watch. It's like painfully uncomfortable. Yeah and then we're in the imaging labs George is complaining oh, he's pouting he again he grew out his hair for her for oh, Meredith I she doesn't even hair notice mm. I knew there was a thing about him growing out his hair I said that yeah. like a long time ago I'm like it's a thing I don't remember where but well, it happens earlier at some point he said like do you think I should grow out my hair or something to somewhat to Izzy I think or, Yeah. because he saw Derek because Derek has such lovely Beautiful. long hair yeah. just gorgeous hair um, and Izzy, again, suggests that he tell Meredith how he feels. Um, and Pamela is moving around during the scan. Yeah, the, the text says, oh, she's moving too much. Izzy tries to tell her that, oh, you got to hold still. But then they realize it's an episode. And, it, and she sits back down. and That is not helping the beast sleep. <laughs> yeah, Oops. that's what George says. Um, so then we have um, Mark, and he is working on Jake, our lionitis guy. He's drawing on his face. Yeah, drawing out the guidelines for where he would What the bone structure kind of should be. Yeah, where the bone structure... You see um, Christina and Alex over his shoulder in the mirror because it's just like a reflection of Jake's face, and then they're both leaning over. And Um, then the parents come in with Derek, and they are not excited like Jake Jake, is. Jake's kind of like, oh, did you hear that? I'll have bone structure. And he's excited And he's joking with his parents, but they just look worried, and they don't want him to do this. They they're like, "This is too dangerous." Um, Yeah, they've maybe he's saying like, "You can't change your mind," because like they must have already said yes for Mark to get to start drawing on him. Yeah. Also, there's a red badge of courage poster in the background here,
1: and I don't know enough
0: about that book to know if that's significant, but I feel like mostly it's like birds in the like art that's in the hospital. Yeah, most of the art is some sort of. It looks like a, like a native, um, prints art, different prints. Yeah, yeah, like maybe a uh, Inuit drawings or something. Since they are in the Pacific Northwest. I yeah, know. it's it's yeah. This sort one of, sticks out because it's not it's like different. that at all. It's yeah. like an old. It almost looks like a like a forties like a French. Something like oh, a poster weird. but I mean it's of a book, but but maybe it's different in the pediatric. Like maybe they're in the pediatrics yep. wing. Yep, totally. Also, not a children's book. I, I mean no they make kids <laughs> read it, but it's not like cat in the hat or whatever. No. Um, yeah. So the the parents are there with Derek and, and Derek says, you know, Sloan made Dr. Sloan made some big promises and Derek is trying to explain yeah, more he's the whole really picture letting his issues go in there but but Jake's like you're already going to be in there you're already doing the surgery so well, yeah. why wouldn't and we just do it Mark says you know no reason for a second surgery a second round of anesthesia like yeah. Mark is like It'd be safer to do it all at once yeah. he's, he's all on board for that he's like yeah that that sounds great and mom just wants to focus on keeping him alive and Jake tells us, you know, I've I faced death. Like he, yeah, he names I almost died times. at ten, and then again at twelve, and then again last year. But I'm still alive, so I say we do it. And his mom tries to protest again, and he says, "I know you think that I'm perfect, but and that's your job. But for once, I'd like to know that someone else thought that. Yeah, please. And it's, that gets yeah. Derek when he says." please. Yeah. Yeah. Derek feels it. He's like, okay. Yeah. I am being a shit about this. But (laughs) uh, yeah. And it's not like, I mean, they need to like make sure the brain is cool, but like the tumors are going to keep growing. Yeah. So it's like, if you want to do some work to like keep them away from something important, that feels like a different thing than like a facial reconstruction. Yes. So that does feel like too much. I think it feels like excessive or like uh, what's that word for when you don't need a surgery, but you could, elective. Elective, yeah. Um, so, it is, it is. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's it's an interesting line because he is a young man. He, like, yeah. hopefully would have some life ahead of him and, like. He wants a girlfriend someday. Wants to look boyfriend. normal and, yeah. Yeah. So then we have Meredith. She's starting to mail some tapes for Chuck. She's putting them in envelopes. <laughs> yeah, Derek kind of walks in and sees her. And asks if she's leaving surgery to go into clerical work. (laughs) (laughs) He's kind of half-heartedly joking. And she explains she's fulfilling a death wish for hate mail. (laughs) Yeah. His dying wish to send hate mail to everyone he's ever met. they both understand that impulse. Yeah. And then she asks him, why do people cheat? And Derek says, that's a good question. Yeah. Why, Why did she cheat on you? Were you different then? Were you a bad husband?
1: Yeah, it's very
0: direct questions for real. Yeah, and, and Derek just kind of looks sad, but he sit, He's he's gonna answer. Yeah, he sits down and confesses that he was a little absent, yeah. and not that that's really an excuse for her, but yeah, he does give a little. Yeah, and um, then Meredith asks, you know, what about uh, if they had had kids? Yeah, you do know? you think things would have been different? And he says, like, do you think she wouldn't have cheated on me? I don't know. Yeah, she's thinking about her parents. Yep. And how her mom Comparing did the cheating. situation, yeah. But then Thatcher stayed because they had a kid maybe, she's thinking. Yeah. Like, maybe that's what it was. And um, so she's trying to get kind of in the head of her father. Yep. Since he got cheated on. Yeah. By asking her ex-boyfriend really healthy. <laughs> um, well, yeah. yeah, and she's... Derek's the one person who really gets her. Yeah. And who she really gets. Yeah. So it makes it really hard for them because they yeah. they don't have anyone else to yeah. really talk to like that. Yeah. And, I mean, Christina's so preoccupied with this, like... Yeah. Well, yeah. Christina's not going to be one to give really good advice. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, she, she understands Meredith. Yeah. But, she's not really in the advice
1: town. But Derek
0: w- is able to give her a little more support in that way. Yeah, You know? Then Mark sticks his head in and says, all right, man, Jake's ready to roll, which feels like maybe how they would have spoken to each other before. Yeah. Uh, Derek doesn't call him on it. No, but it is like very a weird... casual. Yeah. And then he apologizes if he interrupted because he yeah. realized they were Did in I interrupt something? a conversation. And... and Derek just walks out. Yeah. Meredith um, also walks out yeah. pretty quickly. But she's like, no, it's fine. Yeah, she does. She tells him like, no, you're OK. Oh, which Cause is of, Because she nice. kind of gets him, too. Like, they've had a little heart-to-heart. She does! She's like, oh, no, it's fine. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah. And then um, Izzy is talking to Pamela, asks her to try to relax. <sighs> yeah, Pamela looks like she's in pain. Like, she just looks very uncomfortable. Very tense. And she says, I am trying. Um, the episodes happen when I don't. And she asks, Izzy, do you really think you'll be able to fix this with the surgery? And... Izzy. <laughs> Izzy, she does give the caveat, I hate to be insensitive, but Does she though? Like she's she she lives for the insensitive moments. No, like, I know, but very... I think she genuinely meant it this time, but she is so concerned with her own <sighs> orgasms yeah. that she really does wanna know. So she she Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. She says, Would it be the worst thing if we didn't fix it? Yeah. And Pam's just like, ugh. Okay. Like, I like sex as much as the next girl. But when you can't go to the movies or drive or go to church with your parents. And Izzy's which, like, woo. Oh, my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. And she says, you know that dream where you show up at high school and you're naked? And Izzy's like, yeah, I'd really like to wake up. The hope here is that, like, she will be able to have orgasms when and if she chooses to, that's yeah, like. Yeah. So I would. She just wants a normal sex life. <laughs> I would maybe ask that question that Izzy's asking if that wasn't a possible outcome. Like, sure. Would you rather have them when you can't control them, or yeah, not at that's, all. Yeah, that's an entirely different question, right? Izzy's just thinking. Oh, I would love to have orgasms seven or eight, eight times, times a today. Day. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. Um, then we're in Chuck's surgery, the, um, lung cancer. And yes, Meredith and Burke are in there. Meredith sees some progress that doesn't look good. And Burke really doesn't like it either, but they're going to try. Yep. And then she starts telling him about the, the hate tapes. Um, he made 17 hate tapes spewing. (laughs) Um, she has not mailed them because he was in shock and scared and not thinking clearly. Yeah. Burke does not like that. No, Burke doesn't like that line of reasoning. He says, that's not for you to decide. It And in that it doesn't make her noble, it makes her a liar. And it's real intense and it's obvious that he he's not talking about He asked you for something her. and you said yes. So if you don't... It, and so it's like, okay, you asked Christina to move in and she said yes. <sighs> she did move in. She just also kept, kept her apartment <laughs> yeah which isn't good but it's still not the way that he's reacting is really oh my god not correct and well he's not even trying to consider like i wonder why she did that yeah is there or, something she would like to tell me yeah or he's not even trying to have a conversation about it either no he just wants to make her feel bad about it and you think about how much he was like you know after they christina lost the baby he was like we're moving forward or nothing. And then it's like, you're moving in or we're done. Like It's all very black and white. It's so many ultimatums that yeah. she didn't want to lose him. So she did do it even though she wasn't ready. Yeah. And and it was very obvious she wasn't ready. So then she had this backup plan, this safety net. Yeah. And then he unfortunately found out about it. And it's like, okay, if you're really somebody's partner and you find out something like that, have a conversation. Be like, well, it's that fine really hurt for him to be feelings. upset. Yeah. I'm wondering what's up with that. Like, w- why? But he just wants no. to be right. He just walked out. Yeah. Ugh. Um, And he asks Meredith, did you know about the apartment? And Meredith is honest. She said, yeah, I did. Sorry. Yeah. Like, which is good. I think it was the right thing yeah. for her to tell yeah. the truth. She she had been put in that horrible position earlier. Where he was like, thank you so much for like convincing her to do yeah, it. if um, you're the one who talked to her. And you're just like, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Um, so then we're in Jake's surgery. Um, yep, Derek's got the saw. And the chief and Miranda and her baby are in the gallery yeah. with a bunch of other people. Bailey's kind of narrating what's going on to the baby. That's so cute. <laughs> Um, and Boki is there. Boki's there. Um, Alex is asking if it's harder to get the saw, like, through the the bony tumors. Mm. And Derek says, yeah, because it's more dense than the bone. Mm. Um, yeah, we see Boki. And then almost immediately. Yeah. The alarms go off. Jake starts losing way too much blood. And everything is happening really fast. Mark jumps in and he's using the paddles. But it's too late. Yeah. And we see Christina looking very sad. And Bailey exits with the baby as they start to lose Jake. Yeah. Um, and it's it's just, it's not going to happen. And, no. Um, then we have a little commercial break. And in the aftermath of the surgery, Christina and Alex are kind of like cleaning Closing up. Closing up, cleaning up. Yeah. Um, and Alex is saying that it's a shame he never had his face fixed. And Christina... Kind of looks at him. And they make eye contact, and it's kind of like light bulb. Yeah, we have this idea. Let's see. Yeah. So then, Christina and Alex open the door to a, a locker room. A locker room for surgeons. For, yeah, for we get to ups. go there later. It's fans. It's fans. And um, Mark is there, shirtless and oh, sad, mm. but like very it's a, shirtless. It's like it's a sad moment. No, it's Jake has sad. just died. Everyone's bummed, but mm. but also. <laughs> Mark Sloan is shirtless, Sloan so we're not shirtless. that sad. He's, like, you know, turned away and then, like, turns towards them. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So then <laughs> in an autopsy room. Yep, in the morgue or wherever they are. Um. Mark got the parents' approval. Then yep. um, Alex and Christina are there. They start to put their surgical masks on, and Mark is kind of like, you don't really need you those. You don't really need that. Which, yeah, that's...
1: 'Cause there's no point. blood
0: pumping to like spray out like Yeah, and they they can't like give germs to right. the patient. It's and then just... really sadly, Mark says scalpel. Yeah, very quiet. It it's a quiet sad. moment. Um and then we have Burke and Chuck. Chuck is alive. Yeah, Mr. Eaton, can you hear me? And he's he's waking up and kinda of groaning and and Burke tells him that they got the whole tumor. Yeah. He's been in pain for a while, but Chuck smiles and says, Wait, I'm alive? Like <laughs> Yeah. He gets to live. And then shortly after that he asks my my tapes. And Meredith holds up a bag yep. and asks, Would you like me to throw them away? Which which we would think. I well, I would have said What would you like me to do? Yeah. Like, I think she was hoping he would say, (laughs) like... Can we please throw these horrible, horrible things away? And he asked her to mail them. Yeah, he says, no, mail them. Because he has to say his piece. Sometimes a man has to say his piece. And And that... That that really speaks to Burke on a a deeper level. He's like, a man does have to say his piece. I should say (laughs) my piece. Yeah. Which um he's not dying he has to still be in Ugh. a relationship with this person so maybe don't lay it all out there like an asshole uh, maybe don't yeah Oh god. Ugh. anyway so george approaches meredith at a nurse's station yeah. meredith is looking through a phone book she is looking through a phone book she's kind of leafing kind of intensely um and george asks her or says he wants to ask her something um he, he wants to take her out for a drink tonight. Uh, uh Not Joe's. Yeah, somewhere maybe else. not Joe's. Maybe somewhere we can talk. And she's just not it's really important. paying attention. I want to talk to you. Yeah, I want oh. to talk to you about something. It's important. And she's still not paying attention. No, she's not with listening. With every beat of this where he's trying to make it more like, listen to me, listen to me. Yeah. And then she rips a page out of the phone book. And she finally looks up at him and she says, I don't want to make videotapes on my deathbed, George. And just... And she leaves. She had nothing to say about what he was talking about. She yeah. was totally in her own head, like, not listening to him. Yeah. And, like, I'm not saying that's right. I think you should listen to your friends. But, like, it's just so it's obvious that she is not picking yeah. up anything George is putting down. And George does not care because he's only thinking about himself. Yep. He's not reading the signals from her and being like, do you know what? I'm not really getting any positive vibes here. No. Like, he doesn't uh, care because he wants her. Um, George. So then Meredith buzzes at a door and buzzes again. Yep. It's this nice house that we haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, And we see an older man walk up to the door. It's a man who you see later in shows like Scandal. So, oh. you know, there's Shondaland shows. Okay. Um, he seems to know her maybe. And he opens yeah. the door and they stare at each other. Yeah, there's some trepidation there. He recognizes her. And we see that Meredith is on the verge of tears. And she just says she had an affair. And this guy says, e- yes. Yes. <laughs> Why didn't you stay and fight? And so now we're kind of like, oh, this is, this is Thatcher. This is her father. And it's interesting because he does kind of look like George. Like there is some resemblance. I could see of, that. Like they're kind of, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, there's some resemblance. Because remember, Ellis thought, thought that, that George was, George was that. Thatcher. Yeah, totally. And he says, I did, I tried. And she's, like, in tears. She says, why didn't you try harder? You just left. Yeah. It's really sad. It's really sad. She feels so abandoned by her dad. Like She, she just, hasn't seen him in so many years. In, like, 20 years, I think we find out, right? Yeah. She yeah, just feels years. like he didn't fight. He just gave up and left and, like... That doesn't feel good to not have your dad fight for you no. to like want to know you and love you and yeah. Um, she kind of wipes her tear away, and he asks if there's anything she needs. He he feels bad. He wants to give her anything something. Anything at all, yeah. And she says no. I don't need anything from you. And then she and leaves, she leaves, which is quite a meeting after twenty years. Yeah. Um, but you can tell like that's what Thatch is. Used to doing what he's able to do is just like give her something to make her feel better. Yeah, and he can't do that. No. She's not a kid. Like also, you maybe shouldn't. Yeah, do that that's to your not kids. the best. But <laughs> do you know what I mean? He can't just like distract her with like a toy. Like yeah, because there is in later seasons there is like a flashback of her as a kid, and they give her. Well, Anatomy Jane. Yeah, remember that? Yep. That's that's later, right? That's it not, is later. We've okay. done the Judy doll heads. Yeah, but not Anatomy so, Jane. So Anatomy yeah. Jane, her doll that her mom was saving for her birthday or for Christmas or something, and then her dad gave it to her early. Yeah, and to, like, it's distracted. Yeah, and yeah. it's kind of one of those things. And he and he blames it on the mom, like, oh, well, she misses her mommy and that's why. wants you home, and that's why. And yeah, it's like no, we kind of get this idea that that's kind of that's his how he was. He didn't. Yeah. Put his foot down a lot. Nope. Um, so then we see Derek walking out of work. He enters an elevator. He looks very tired, but oh real good God. in that outfit. It's he a He does outfit. look tired. I was so focused on that. Yeah, he looks really <laughs> tired, but he's got this like fitted tweed blazer Ooh. over a burgundy sweater that's over a white button up and jeans. So nice. it's kind of like his cool professor look. Totally. He rocks sometimes. It's yeah. A very good look. And Addison catches the elevator at the last second. She says, I haven't seen you all day. And he says, I didn't want to see you today. Yeah. Which is mean, but true. It's it's like this brutal honesty, which I was thinking, that's kind of an IF- INFJ thing, too. Is because it? I think when you get so, like, exhausted, like, emotionally exhausted, then it's just like, I'm just going to be. We're, I'm just going to say it. Yeah. Like... There's no filter. It's, there's no point. Yeah. I think that's uh, I which think that's honestly a thing. I think is not the worst to like. I don't think he needs to coat his anger, but it's just like no, because he's not he's not yelling. It's just more like he's tired of this, yeah, and he is just yeah. Over it brought it. up a lot of shit for him, yeah. To see Mark, and then the bell dings on the next floor, and Mark is there. Well, before that though. Oh, sorry. Addison is saying it's not my fault, and mm. he says I know. And then the doors open. Mm, and, <laughs> and there's Mark. Mark, of course. And he gets on and starts to talk to Derek. And then Derek, like, stalks off. He tries to say, you know, don't beat yourself up. I think yeah. he's trying to talk about Jake. Yeah, the he's patient. talking about Jake. And, yeah, Derek bails to take the stairs. But, um... And Mark kind of yells after him, like, why did you forgive her and not me? Like, wh- why would you do that? Yeah, Mark is mad. He's like, come on. Like, that's yeah, not fair. Like, how come not- you forgave her and not me? And then Derek spits out, I didn't forgive her. And with you, I have no obligation to try. But Addison is surprised. (sighs) Yeah. She thought she was forgiven, maybe? I don't know. She thought they were moving in an okay direction, I think. There was just something about that, like, I didn't forgive her. That she's like, I don't think he's explicitly said anything like that. That was very clear. Like, and. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, and then the doors close again and, and Addison is just crustfallen. Oh like she's my God, honey. She has had a very bad day, and Mark tells her that her marriage is over. Just admit it and come home with me. And he kind of gets in her personal space. Yeah, he's kind of leaning over her again. She might be just a teeny bit turned on by it. Which is fine because <laughs> it's it's somebody she loved and yeah. like wasn't she has a whole lot of feelings. And Um, he says, okay, I'm going to be waiting at the bar across the street. Like, yeah. And he wants her to meet him she's and tempted he's, he kind of brushes like caresses her face really oh. softly it's really sad yeah she's torn well and she's... he still loves her he wants to be with her like and yeah. he's like why are you doing this like <laughs> clearly derek doesn't love you so and obviously he is not forgiven you he literally just said it so yeah. like yeah why beat yourself up and make this try and work like come yeah. be with me i love you like so sad yeah so then we're in... Uh, and the sad music continues into the next scene. Into an <laughs> autopsy room with a child. Yeah, yeah, like a viewing room of some, like a, I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. not like a lab, but it is like a more, to, more I don't know. There's it's, a dead body there. So. Yeah, it's for people to view their departed family members. Christina is bringing in the parents very quietly. And his face is different. It's bruised, but it's just... It, it looks like a normal human face yeah it doesn't look like a line it anymore. still looks like him but a little different and his mom kind of brushes his face and brushes his hair back and says that he looks peaceful yeah and and the, and the dad says he does yeah dad is first to leave he can't like handle it yeah, <laughs> it's, really yeah it's very sad but it's also it is peaceful it's like they're kind of like okay there's he, a finality when he had such a rare condition it was affecting his brain yeah. like there's no anger in them or uh-uh. like why did this happen to nope. me so kind of thing cuz they they've kind of been expecting this all along and i think the fact that i don't know that maybe they would care but i think to the viewer the fact that he didn't die during the elective part of the surgery yeah i think sort of helps you not be mad at mark it's like right he, right. he died doing the essential part yeah it was going to happen and so yeah. he just wasn't going to live least, through a surgery yeah. like at least he got his his face fixed the way he wanted it yeah. before his Funeral, yeah, yeah. Before he's like yeah. laid to rest, so he got sort of a final wish. Yeah, Christina covers his face back up. And, yeah, um, and so they all leave, yeah. um and then we see Christina in bed eating Chinese. food Yeah, at Burke's house, she's got reading a magazine, magazine, and it's a very comforting sort of sight. Yeah, it's like really she's cute. she's got her comfort blanket on. Yeah, kinda. she's like got a pillow on her lap. She's sitting cross-legged and. Burke walks in with, like, a big bag in his hand. I don't know what kind of bag it is. It's, like, a weekender bag almost. Gym bag. Maybe he was planning on, like, not coming back for a couple days or something. Yeah. They they never go into it, but it is kind of like... It's, like, too fancy to be a gym bag, but it is kind of that size. It is kind of pointed. That's the kind of gym bag that he would totally have. Totally. So he walks in with his bag, and he (laughs) silently looks around and takes off his jacket. And Christina starts talking Yeah, she's about to say something. Holds his whole arm out and his hand open to silence her. Ugh! It is the rudest shit. Like, Uh, and if he had just let her say what she was going to say, none of this would have happened. No, but he wouldn't. He wouldn't have because (laughs) he would still want to say his piece. Because that's what a man does. Because a man has to say his piece sometimes. And he fucking launches in. (sighs) I am Preston Burke a widely renowned cardiothoracic surgeon, like... A professional. And more than that, I'm... Uh, what does he say? Uh, something in kind person... A good and kind person. I'm... I am mis- I wrote, oh, yawn, but also kind of scary. And then I said, he has a lot to say about himself and yells at her. Well, he's yelling at her, I'm a good and kind person, which feels really gross. You don't really need gross. to say that <laughs> if you are good and kind. You don't have to declare it like that. Like... Yeah. And then, and he, you're not. He said, "No, he's not." He says a lot of things about Christina that I. He says, "Well, he says that he cleans up behind himself. He's very pointed about that, which is weird." And he says that I'm he a person who cook. cooks well. Yeah, he's and, trying and to say like I am worthy of all these things, but you're you n- are an unbelievable slob, a slovenly, angry intern, and I am Preston Burke, he and you about- are the most. Competitive, most guarded, most stubborn, most challenging person I've ever met. Yeah, like, I unbelievable, guarded, competitive, stubborn, challenging, slob, angry, all intern. These, all these horrible, yeah. Like, that's a bad, that's one of her lesser qualities. Yeah, is that it's, she's it's not in, like a, like, yeah. It's not like a, I deserve to be loved speech. It's a, I am better than you. Why aren't you submitting to me? Speech. Right. I think he w- he's, pr- in his head, he's saying, like, I yeah. deserve to be loved. But it is. It's like, That's, I am a yeah. higher power than you. Yeah. And so he's saying. Why don't you treat me that way? <laughs> what the hell is the matter with you that you won't let me love you? Yeah. Um, and then she just kind of looks at him with food in her mouth and swallows. And then she's like. I gave up my apartment 20 minutes ago. (laughs) And then he storms into the bathroom and says, well, all right then. Like, okay, I guess we're done with that fight where you just screamed at me about how you're such a good person (laughs) and you're very accomplished. Uh, Like. It's so, I mean, it's, it's abusive. It absolutely is. And it's, it was supposed to be this, like, I think. It's supposed to be kind of a funny moment, a big, grand romantic gesture, charming thing. Then yeah. he's like, "Oh, why won't you let me love you?" But it really is—it's abusive. Yeah, it's it really not is. okay. She's—it's not a healthy relationship. It's controlling and rude. Yeah, like, yeah, it's—and I—and I really, when I was watching it, I had this moment of like, "Oh fuck, he's between her and the door." like yeah she can't leave like no. she is not safe that's a really scary thought too. it was yeah. scary and it's true he like yeah. blocked her off and um you know what that's a really good reason to have your own apartment because if your boyfriend is controlling like that then yeah. you have somewhere and else now to she's go let go of it and there's nothing to try yeah. and appease him yeah and say like please don't be mad at me oh it's so shitty but, right, it's supposed to, you're right, it is supposed to kind of play, like, that Burke, he just loves her so much, and that's why he's mad, because she won't let him love her, and, yeah. like. She's such a hard person to love. She's so stubborn, blah, 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 she's sloppy. <laughs> it's like, okay, it's really troubling. I have to stop uh, talking about it. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, it's it's very, very troubling. Um. And so we get the... Oh, where are we? She- Izzy is working with Pamela. Yes, Pamela is asking if after the surgery she'll still be able to have episodes, and Izzy, when kind she of wants to, looks and sees that Pam's dad is asleep in the room, and she kind of leans in, and is like, even better, Pamela. You'll be able to have orgasms. It's so cute. That's a cute. That's a good line. It's a really a sweet. It's a nice moment. It's like, okay, yeah. this is not going to be like something that happens to you. It's going to be like something you pick and enjoy and yeah. choose. And, and aren't embarrassed about. Yeah. And don't have to like give a code word for it. Like yeah. you can be a sexual being. Yeah. And, yeah, really and nice. it doesn't have to be in front of your dad. Oh, God. <laughs> or on the road where you're dangerous. Yeah. And uh, then Izzy kind of turns towards the window, and she looks out, and there's Alex. We oh, kind and of they make eye contact. Have a voiceover about, like, you know, you're, when you're a kid, there's parents. but Now there's no parents, so we have to break the rules for our, we make for ourselves. Yeah. And that's, they kind of, like, yeah, look at each other. There's not been, there aren't really any grown-ups. And then the voiceover talks about how sometimes we throw tantrums when things don't go our way. And then who do we see? George. George, pouting on a bench. Yeah, he's sitting outside the ugly hospital hat. on a bench, and Izzy approaches, and George is realizing Meredith does not hear him when he talks. Oh, she doesn't hear me when I talk. Izzy suggests she will if you make her, which isn't a good suggestion. <sighs> it's not. Like, no, you don't... I don't think... It's because she doesn't see George as a threat. None of them really see him no. as, as someone who could be a threat. No. So it's like, how would he possibly make her? You know, it's not... In my head, it's like, you would, like, 10 things I hate about you, get a bullhorn and run around. You know, yeah, like, that's what yeah. she meant, I think, is, yeah. like, Grand gesture, talk to her on her own level, rather than your little weirdo, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I just rolled my ass so hard, my head hurt. Um, <laughs> and... George asks, you fed the beast, didn't you? Yeah. And Izzy confesses, twice. Yeah, because her hair is kind of flowing in the wind <laughs> and she just she looks a lot more relaxed than she was earlier. <laughs> he kind of, like, pushes her off the bench, you know. And... Yeah, they laugh and he kind of sends her off. Alex is waiting off to the side so yeah. she can go feed the beast a few more times. It's really, it's nice. It's like it's a good a nice moment, moment for Izzy, but it's a Suggested that I don't think she knew how bad it was. Oh, it it takes us to some dark places, folks. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> <Woo>. So then <laughs> we'll we have get the chief with Ellis. Yeah, he's gone to visit her again, and he tells her Meredith came to see me today. Hmm. Poor baby. Poor thing. Is what Ellis is kind of. Yeah, it's like sympathetic words, but without a lot of emotion behind it. Yeah, she says her her father left. You know, uh, and. Richard says, I think she knows about us. Yeah. I, Alice, I think she figured it out. And she's just like, she's five years old, Richard. And kind of walks past. So then we yeah, we get reminded again that, yeah, it's, and she doesn't remember things the same way. She's somewhere else. She is somewhere else. Today. And it, it's clear, like. It's affecting the chief's current life yeah, and Meredith's current life, but Ellis is totally somewhere else and yeah. kind of off the hook about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's rough. Um, Meredith is at Joe's, drowning her sorrows. Yes. Um, Not a tequila shot this time. No, she's got a, a drink to slowly sip on. There's a lime in there. It's clear and bubbly. It might be a... It's still tequila. Tectonic. That's a tequila and tonic. Ooh. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it is. Well, that that's I mean, what that like, drink is, yeah, but I don't yeah. know what she's like, drinking. Yeah. Maybe it might be what she's drinking. I don't um, know. So Mark approaches the bar. Yep, asks, Mark's arrived. Is the seat taken? And um, he orders a double scotch single malt. Yes. Very manly. Man S- drink. It's brown because it's for boys. <laughs> and <then> she- <laughs> Tells her that she's clear clearest for girls. And that's not clear, I don't drink that's, it because that's not on my diet. It's not keto for the <laughs> new year. It's just dude, I had this lady order, she's like, Can I have a keto coffee? I'm like, Yeah, can you tell me what's in it? Like, I would love to make that for you. I just don't yeah. know what's in it, you know. What does that mean? Right, that's not on the menu. Yeah. So and I you know, other is people it, ask what? for like cubanos, I'm like, sure, can you just like walk me through it? Yeah. Like black. Coffee? Is that what it's keto coffee is? Well, this lady ordered keto coffee, and it was, like, steamed half and half, a tablespoon of butter, and a tablespoon of coconut oil in a 12-ounce coffee. Like, isn't that, like, a bulletproof coffee or something? Isn't that a thing? That's, like, yeah, with with some fat with butter. butter. But I just was, like... Two tablespoons of fat in, like, a 12-ounce drink is, like, it was a lot. But I I made it for her. I'm like, yeah, just tell me what's in it. Like. Why? Anyway. So, she confesses. <sighs> Meredith tells uh, Mark she just saw her father for the first time in 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: and she
0: Yeah, he's. <laughs> he says, well, I'm hoping that Addison shows up. They're kind of saying, like, this yeah, is why I'm he, here. Yeah, like, she asks him, what are you still doing here? Like, he should have been gone already but yeah um and she says you're still in love with her you're still in love with him yeah he kind of calls yeah. her bluff a little bit and i mean you know what i mean yeah they just then, they do have such a connection already even though they've just met yeah they're on a very similar level
1: Benedict and
0: doesn't think that addison is gonna come no she won't show you know he's not the kind of guy you leave if you can help it no. oh which is real sad and also oof, poor mark Ouch! <laughs> I know, but, uh, but also Mark knows that, and he yeah, and he says, well, "What if you're wrong? What if just this once, life comes down on the side of the dirty mistresses?" He's very hopeful. Oh, it's so sad. And it's heartbreaking. And then we see sad Derek in a in his bed in the trailer. He's awake. And alone in bed, like, he's put his book down, he can't focus anymore on yeah. it. And, and then sad Addison on the couch. She's, like, crying. Also bummed, yeah, they're just all looking just bummed and in sad. in this, like, sad trailer alone, being <sighs> sad on their own. It's so depressing, It's yeah. fucking sad. And then we're in Meredith's room. Yep, in her dark bedroom. She's it's looking out the window at the rain. Very dramatic. <laughs> very dramatic, we hear a knock on the door. And she says, come in. And there's, like no music during this no whole scene. it's very quiet and it it makes it so unnerving it's creepy because other times we have the music to tell us oh this is sad or this is funny this is romantic like, this is this is a really uncomfortable moment but we're supposed to think it's funny kind of thing or, even yeah. sometimes we've countered and been like i don't know if there should have been goofy music you playing know. then but this is silent this is a very specific they made a very that strong a decision choice. yeah, yeah. Like, this, we're not going to tell you how to feel about this. You have um, to sit in the uncomfortableness of the silence. <laughs> uh, but it's George at the door. And he he comes in and he starts talking. And he basically gives the opposite of Burke's speech. Yes! I <laughs> love that! Because it's like, it's almost like he was there for Burke's speech. Because he says, I know I'm not a world-renowned surgeon. <laughs> Which were Burke's words! Maybe... We didn't see this, but maybe Burke practiced that speech, and he used his guy O'Malley to listen and give him pointers, or like he heard him rehearsing in the bathroom or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. So George has some words. Yeah, I know I'm not a world renowned surgeon, or a lot of things that you've been with in the past, or, or you've been drawn to in the past. And yeah. he he says, but I would never leave you or hurt you. And I will never stop loving you. Which well, there's ugh. just the sound of the rain. Just the sound of the rain, and Meredith turns towards him. And she, she is so sad and so hurt. And she you, just saw her dad for the first time in twenty years. Like she is not like in her body at this moment. No. Like she she wants to not feel. It's totally. not. It's so such an unhealthy moment. And if he really was her friend, if he really did care about her and love her. He would see that and be like, wow, now is not a good time to make this move. How about we watch a movie together? Or can I bring you some water? Let's talk. Yeah, let's have some tea. Like, you're right. She's so. Should I call Christina to come comfort you? Right. Like, maybe because I have a vested interest in you sexually, I'm not the person to talk to you while you're in such a vulnerable state. Like, she is not okay. And, like, she's had at least some alcohol, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, talking to your dad for the first time in 20 years, that by itself, without yeah. anything else that's happened in the episode, is, like, And he doesn't jarring. know that this is what has happened, but she's obviously not been in a good place for a long time. Right, and, like, walking into that room, and she wasn't like, oh, hi, George, what's up? Like, Yeah, yeah. So, Ugh, she's so sad, and gross. she's hurt, and she's, like, very disconnected and she kind of turns to him, and they sort of, like, hold each other, yeah, each other at the waist. Yeah, she puts her hands on his waist, and he puts his hands on her waist, and then she starts to slowly, like, take his shirt off. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's no music. No, nothing. Just the rain no. a little bit. Just, it's quiet, just too. Just the quiet rain, and it's horribly uncomfortable. It is not romantic at all. Nope. And they just, they're, like, almost kissing, but, like... Foreheads to each other. Yeah, they're embracing, and then it's just end credits. That's it. Yeah. Ooh, it's so weird. It's very yeah. It's not. It's really not meant to be romantic. Mm-mm. And again. And I feel like I might have thought it was. Oh, totally. I first, did on first watching it because I loved George. Yeah. At first, uh huh. I didn't think they would end up together, but I still liked him and wanted yeah. good things for him in the yeah. future, but. Ugh. Ugh. yeah it's Ugh. again props to the writer's room on this one because yeah. that scene is so well written like they were very intentional about how they did it yeah it's silhouettes like and in the rain like it would be sexy but it is not without like, the music and with having knowing what has happened and what her mindset is at and it's a one-sided conversation too which is another Ugh. like she doesn't say like yep oh great I've been waiting for you to knock That's on my door. That's just what I like, wanted. Yeah. I've been yeah. waiting my whole life for someone to tell me that. Also, come on. I would never leave you. I would never hurt you. I would never stop loving you. Ugh. That's just not true. Like. No. No. That can't be true. Like, that I would never hurt you just isn't true about any good relationship. Like. I would never try to hurt you. There or, you go. You know, like, totally. intentionally. <laughs> Yeah, I would never cause you harm on purpose. I never want to hurt you there or you go. cause you harm. Great. That's legit. I will try my best to do those, to not do those things. <sighs> yeah. It's just, yeah. It's bad and weird, man. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah. Yucky. Uh, So that's that Yesterday is, by the Beatles. Yeah. Episode 18 Dang, girl. season two. It's... Depressing. Mm-hmm. It it started on a very uh, steamy note, Woo! and ended on a depressing note. Weird, sad. The sex. opposite of sexy. Yeah, for real. Uh, yeah, they had to do something to counteract that mark. Well, you think you just get to enjoy that with no consequences? Yeah, <laughs> <Get> right. <laughs> we can't just give you that. No. No. Uh, yeah. So yeah. that's it. Um, yeah, any New year's resolutions at all? Um, I want to read more. That okay. was one of the one things that I was like, yeah, resolution. yeah, yeah, I want to get back into reading because cool. I don't do that as much as I used to. Yeah, so I'd like to do that. and your kids are old enough now, you can kind of be like, okay, yeah. go do your own thing over there. like yeah, I really can, and it's it's still it's hard to get back into doing it. you know, it is, yeah. Yeah, hard I to get back like into the swing of those of that. Oh, their habit. Yeah, totally. So I'd sense. love to do that. Um, what else did I say? Make more arts, cool. Make bigger, cooler arts. Yeah, weirder like stuff. Not just crafty stuff. Yeah, and Arts. Or- <laughs> and yeah, that's kind of nice. I like yeah. that. I didn't really make any. No. I've not really been really big either. on resolutions. No, I I don't like that either. It was just the first time where I was like, I really do want to read more. Yeah. And maybe saying, like, this is my resolution will kind of... Help. Maybe it'll help. Yeah. I've Probably really not. found audiobooks helpful as a grown-up. Yeah. i like, this is so nice because I can be doing other stuff. Like, yeah. Like, maybe that's not the point, but I'm still reading. Like, yeah. still putting something in my brain mm-hmm. you know, so um even if I am doing something else like it helps me like want to do the dishes because I'm like oh sweet then I get to listen to an audiobook yeah if I'm doing that like yeah um that's nice I do yeah. that with podcasts yeah me too yeah and I've sometimes I've found like I don't want to do that like yeah. I want to like listen to a bigger story or you know something. yeah so yeah yeah that's nice I haven't finished a book in a while. Oh. I've started a <laughs> lot, but, yeah. Even, I have two, like, hard copy books that I just never finished. Yeah. Like, maybe I will, but. If you don't feel it, then I don't think you should waste your time, yeah. you know, finishing it if you're not feeling like it. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe I will. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um, my birthday is coming up, yay! Soonish, soonish this month. Yeah, I'm excited about that. I yeah. saw a thing on the internet. Uh, well, I actually heard about it on a podcast, huh. and it, but they were talking about Twitter. So like, podcast talking about a podcast that talks about Twitter. Um, <laughs> but, so it was like, forget astrological signs. You're like. Life saying is the tagline from the number one movie, The Day You Were Born. Just Ah. as like, kind of like a, whatever, like a Twitter game. Yeah. And so I was looking them up at work today. My friend Betsy's was Jerry Maguire. So it was like, I forget what the tagline was, but mine was Aladdin. So it was like, Diamond in the rough. Like, (laughs) like, (laughs) I can get down with that. But then my friend Kyle's was um, Indecent Proposal. So it was like, a man, a wife a million, like, an affair. You know, that was, like, the tagline. Like, Oh. It's, like, it's a movie. Do you know what it's about? Uh, it's a really rich guy who I wants to say. bang this lady, but she's married, and so she offers, he offers them a million dollars to have sex with the wife. <laughs> oh. The, the premise of the movie. Oh, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So if you want to look up the number one movie in the day you were born, oh. we can find out what yeah, your tagline is. I've also never seen Jerry Maguire, but I haven't either. I don't care to. Doesn't interest me. Let's see. I hate people like, ooh, it's a classic. I'm like, yeah, but I don't care. I have not seen a lot of classics. Number one movie 1989. Oh. It was the day you said, right? Yep, the day you were born, yeah. Except. So you might have to go to like that weekend. Uncle Buck. Oh my god! I've seen that. I actually like that movie. Let's see. I have not seen it. Or I think I've seen parts of it. It's John Candy. So that... Let's see. What, what's your tagline? Taglines. Oh no! It's <laughs> dot 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 or he's crude. <laughs> he's crass. <laughs> he's family. <laughs> That's hilarious! Oh it's so perfect for me. Oh my god it's yeah. so Katie! Holy yeah. shit! <laughs> He's Grootie's crazy, crazy's family. <laughs> That's kind of amazing. Yeah, we used to have a, a DVD of Uncle Buck. I don't know why. Maybe my, one of my parents really liked it. But. It's a John Candy. What did I say? Well, John Hughes. Is that what you said? What did you say? John Candy's the guy Yeah. He's Uncle Buck. I meant to say that. I don't know if I actually did I don't say know that, if you though. said anything. We'll see it in editing. We'll see it in post. <laughs> um, yeah, so I thought that was a fun game. Yeah. I've also really been enjoying the Twitter game of... Your stripper name is your favorite salad dressing and the thing that disappoints you, your parents most about you. (laughs) Because they're not good stripper names, but they are so funny. Yeah. Like, it's like... Long drawn out things. Raspberry Vinaigrette Democrat. (laughs) Or, like... uh, Honey Mustard No Kids. Or, like, (laughs) Blue Cheese Heathen. Or, uh... I don't know. They're just really funny. And you're like, yeah... That isn't a good stripper name, but it it was, like, making me cry, laugh. Yeah. Yeah. That's really funny. Ranch something. I don't know, but I tried to get Andrew to do this. He was like, I don't think I'm a disappointment. I'm like, <laughs> great. How great for you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Bowman I family. Think, I think he ended up saying, like, blue cheese smoker or something. Yeah, or, like, yeah. like cigarettes. <laughs> he doesn't like to call himself a smoker, but... Um, they they were so funny. Like, a lot of them were like, uh, Balsamic doesn't love Jesus. <laughs> Next on stage, we've oh got Balsamic doesn't love Jesus. Show her some love, boys. Bow chicka wow, wow. Yeah. <laughs> One person's was mayonnaise, mayonnaise. <laughs> Which is like they were doing a joke yeah, on the joke. That's yeah. gross. <laughs> Manis mayonnaise, mayonnaise. made They laughed so hard. Like, yeah, uh, they like, were. I like that as a stripper name. Very very funny. So yeah, um, I'm just gonna maybe talk about Twitter games because I never yeah, watch new yeah. TV, so I never have any uh, Netflix. Yeah, maps, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of what I've watched recently. I watched uh, an Australian show, reality show, about people turning their houses into instant hotels, which is like Airbnb. Okay, yeah. And then they they had a bunch of different ones that they would all as a group go to the other persons, and then they had to rate them. Oh, cool. And they were trying to win, so it was mostly like sabotaging the other sure. people. It wasn't really thought out, I think. Yeah. In the judging. But they also had like a an actual expert come in and also cool. judge. Yeah. So it was a little more fair. Yeah. But that that's was kind sort of, of like <laughs> that, Like four weddings show where yeah, they like judge each other's weddings. It was exactly that kind of thing. Where it's like, yeah. well, you want them to lose, so you're not going to... That one made more sense, though, because they had all these different criteria that they would put different scores for. Oh, So sure. that kind of evened it out, almost. Yeah. And then they would also rate which one they thought was the best out of those and... Yeah. Kind of, like, an overall thing. They had a more structured... Yeah, they couldn't... They weren't given as much ability to sabotage another person, whereas with this, it was like, oh, that person's doing too well, we gotta... We gotta... yeah low ball them that's you know? really funny yeah but,
1: but it was it, it, it australian was, it was, competitive
0: tv generally it's pretty competitive is it's it not, dramatic like american tv yeah okay yeah. i'd say it's more comparable with american rather than british okay yeah i like it cool <laughs> The british brits are a little more proper they're so chill usually. but also they do funny things where like like on one of my favorite things is on british bake-off where somebody will be like you don't want to need it too hard, and then they'll shoot immediately to someone else's bench. Yeah, just like needing the crap <laughs> out of it. Like it's very it's, subtle, but it's yeah. very funny yeah. if you're paying attention. Like, yeah, but you could totally it's a miss passive that. aggressive. Yeah, yeah. But like they're they're just saying it to camera. Yeah, they're yeah. saying like, well, I don't want to need mine too hard, but then like someone then they else show is you, definitely yeah, doing it wrong. Like, yeah, and and that makes me laugh. Like because it is like you. You might not catch that, but like if you yeah. did, that's funny. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also tried to watch some of the Marie Kondo um tidying up. Hmm. That's a new one on Netflix too, where it's uh that that book that people rave about that's Does um, it give you joy? It's, if not, then yes. you Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's what she does. Okay. Where you hold an item and you're like, Does this make me feel joy? And then if not, you throw it away or give it away and cool. If you do, you keep it. Yeah. And it was a nice show. I've never read the book, but I'm also, I'm not a minimalist. No, you're I'm, not. I'm not going to be. Yeah. Um, And it was, it was just kind of boring because it wasn't like, like, a at, at least with decorating type shows, you get like some sort of fun visual yeah. Yeah. before and after. And yeah. this, it was just like, their house is a little bit more organized and cleaner uh, they have less clothes now, kind okay. of. It was, yeah, it was just kind of boring. Yeah. And the first episode was really uncomfortable because the couple was, like, fighting the whole time. Awkward. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was just talking to my friend Angela about, like, cleaning up and, like, tidying their life. And yeah. they were saying, like, they did some of that and it was super helpful. And, uh-huh. um, but then we were talking about, like, hoarders versus, like, clean sweep. Remember that on TLC? They, like, had to yeah. drag everything out and put it on tarps for, like, keep, donate, rummage, sale. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. And so it was this really dramatic, like, before and after. Yeah. And, like, Angela was like, I'm really into that, like, dramatic before and after. And seeing everything out there is, like, yeah. really pleasing to me. And I was like, well, I like hoarders because I like the psychology of it. And, like, yeah. Ooh, like what makes people hang on to that? And like, what emotional trauma did they sustain that they haven't <laughs> that, worked yeah, that's through? Like, yeah, to me, yeah, and but it also is like their houses usually get dirty again, like yeah, because it's it's a deep seated like yeah, issue. cleaning it up isn't gonna. That's not the really solution, like. So anyway, I just thought that yeah, in, in yeah, you know, talking about these other like cleaning up shows, it's like yeah. what's what's your flavor? There's a lot of different shows yeah. out there. <laughs> There's also one a garden one, a British garden one where like Monty Hall comes. Yes, to house. Monty. I really like that one. Is that like small spaces or tiny spaces or something like that? Something like that. Like that. Yeah, yeah. People like have these plants in their gardens, but it's kind of nice because like they work on it, and then yeah. he just like comes back and it's like yeah, How and a few doing? months when it's actually looking good. And, I really like that yeah. one. A lot. It's very pleasant. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like looking around this room. I'm like, does that bring me joy? Does that <laughs> bring me joy? <laughs> uh... Yeah. Her whole process was really lovely where she would the first thing she does is she sort of has a quiet moment and thanks the house and greets it and is like, thank you for giving us this and for being our good house. You know. Cool. Like, and just kind of like a showing appreciation for what you have and she's not judgmental at all. It's yeah. this, this tiny little Japanese lady who doesn't totally speak English. So she has a translator with her. Yeah. And she's just very cute and sweet and soft-spoken. And, and she's not judgmental or a- anything. And yeah. she's just like, oh, if it brings you joy, you keep it. Even if it's m- more things than I would keep. You it know? doesn't matter because it's not me. It's you. It's yeah. your joy. It's yeah. your stuff. Um, the other rabbit hole I went down this week was... Before and after pictures of facial feminization surgery. I told Katie that yeah, I was doing yeah. that while I was doing my notes. And um, the the clinic that I was looking mostly at their website was called Two Pass, like number two. So like uh-huh. passing is like a trans yeah. person. Um, and it was so amazing to like look at these before and afters of these plastic surgeries, and just looking at the difference, like. A lot of times, people looked happier in their second picture. Think like a lot of yeah, times. The... That's that's how it is with most before and afters. <laughs> yeah, and in the first one, Whether a lot of them or not. were like crying. Like you can yeah. tell, like their makeup had because I'm sure in this consultation they're talking about like, I don't this like how I, I don't look. Like. This is this is. I just want to look like who I feel like I am. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and I don't know that all the people they work with are trans. But, sure. Um, it was No, I'm sure not. I'm sure there's lots of people that Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think there is something to be said for like um, it can be dangerous to be trans because people get attacked. So yeah, like if yeah. you look if you can pass Yeah, it's then about safety. Yeah. It can be for sure. Yeah. Like Yeah. And Laura Jane Grace posted like a like a 3D image of her skull with like uh-huh. some metal plating that she got from her um FFS and I was like Whoa, what the fuck is that? Like, Googled around, and I was like, holy shit! And I'm like, I have to do my notes for the pod. Like, <laughs> <laughs> opened I, up a whole other thing. <laughs> it was interesting, since Mark is the plastics guy, yeah. and then he was on this episode. It's so. relevant. Yeah. 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 Um, (laughs) hey if you want to talk to us about what was the tagline of the number one movie The Day You Were Born or um, FFS or whatever else you can email us shadesofgrayspod at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Instagram at shadesofgrayspod and that's where we are so those are places you can talk to us or connect with us possibly the taco bell drive through we're there that we're there sometimes (sighs) we are there fairly often (laughs) (laughs) um cool we will see you guys for the next episode yeah episode 19 gonna find out the aftermath of that really uncomfortable ending scene oh god it It can only go up from here, right guys? It's not good. Don't worry, it gets worse. Okay. Maybe it's their love story and they fall in love forever. Stop giving them hope. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, love you. Bye.